ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम ज्ञानतिमरांधस्ञाजनशलाकया चक्षुन्मीलिमेंगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थापित येन भूतले श्री स्वयं कदा मह्यम ददा स्वदाक वंदेह श्रीगुरोतपदकमल श्रीगुरुन्वैष्णवांश्रीपम साग्रजात सहगणरघुनाथन्वित तम सजीव साइत सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपाद सह गणलिता श्री विशाखान्विता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिकाधाकामोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरे प्रिय वाछाकुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवभ्यो नमो नमः नमो विष्णुपादाय कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदस्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सारस्वतीदेव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चातेशिणे जय श्रीकृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभुनंद श्रीअद्वैतगदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे थैंक यू फॉर कमिंग फॉर दिस कमिंग ऑन फॉर दिस एपिसोड फोर ऑफ द ऋत्विक इनिशिएशन सीरीज एंड टुडे वी हैव एक्चुअली अ वेरी अ लॉट ऑफ ग्राउंड टू कवर सो एक्चुअली कंटिन्यूइंग फ्रॉम येस्टडे आई हैव सम मोर थिंग्स टू शो विच आई मिस्ड आउट येस्टडे सो वी विल गो थ्रू ऑल दैट एंड देन वी विल गो टू द इस्कॉन्स इंटरप्रिटेशन ऑफ वॉट इट मीन्स टू बी अ गुरु All right so quickly we'll go okay the first thing so these are some other arguments that they put forward okay some are not exactly arguments some are um evidences on what exactly happened so first is a conversation between shri prabhupad and tamal krishna goswami on the 22nd of april 1977 so we have not shown this conversation but it is uh, good to go through this whole thing it's not the entire conversation but uh, major por- major portion of the conversation so all right as you can see here tamal krishna starts today i was reading a very beautiful section of chaitanya charitamrita that krishna comes in the form of the spiritual master and then that then prabhupada says shri prabhupada um sorry he says spiritual master is a revelation of krishna tamal krishna yes prabhupad guru krishna so in the verse guru krishna prasad pai bhakti lata beach tamal krishna it was mentioning 
how the initiator spiritual master is representative of Sri Sri Madan Mohan and the instructing spiritual master is representative of Sri Govinda Dev. Very nice explanation you gave in the purport. Prabhupada, as far as possible I have tried to present. In one place I have criticized my God brothers. See, one place he criticizes God brothers. Tamal Krishna, last night, he did not understand, you know, he thought last night, did you criticize them or something? Prabhupada said, no, no, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Tamal Krishna, oh yeah, at the end, in one line, we were, when we read that, it was actually relishable, very personal. Prabhupada, Sridhar Maharaj is little, uh, then Tamal Krishna says, he read it? Prabhupada, I think so. Tamal Krishna, did he make any comment? Prabhupada, he cannot make any comment. These are facts. Two parties there were. One party to use Guru as their instrument for self-aggrandizement and another party left Guru. So, both of them are offenders. Actually, this part, um, Srila Prabhupada mentions in the 1961 Vyasa Puja offering to Sri Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, where he says, there are some disciples who are Guru Bhogi and some are Guru Tyagi. Both are useless. The Guru Sevi is the one who will... Um, make an advancement in Krishna consciousness. So, Guru Bhogi means, uh, Bhogi means one who enjoys. So, one who enjoys the property of his Guru. Uh, that is Guru Bhogi. And then Guru Tyagi means, actually before that verse, it's actually a nice poem, very long poem he writes. So, before that verse, he writes another verse where he says, um, he appeals to his God brothers in 1961. This is four years prior to his going to America. So, um, he appeals to his God brothers in that verse. He says, um, you all are, you know, great Tyagis, Sanyasis. Sanyasis means Tyagis. Tyagis means one uh, renouncers, renunciants. So, you all are great Tyagis. Uh, you have uh, renounced all material affection, all material relationships and have taken to Krishna consciousness. But now, after coming here, if you t- renounce the order of the spiritual master, then what kind of tyag is that? What kind of renunciation is that? If you have renounced the order of the spiritual master. And then he says this thing, that there are Guru Bhogi and Guru Tyagi. Both are useless. Those who try it in the name of serving Guru, they just use everything for their own, uh, what is that, sense gratification. They are called Guru Bhogi. And Guru Tyagi are those who reject the instructions of the Guru. So both are offenders. The Guru Sevi, the one who does seva or he serves the instruction of the spiritual master. He is the one who, who is actually the real disciple. And Prabhupada wanted to be that. And he was that. And the results spoke for themselves. <clears throat> and continue to speak for themselves even now. So, one party to use Guru as their instrument for self-aggrandizement and another party left Guru. So, both of them are offenders. This Kunja Babu, this Tirtha Maharaj party, he wanted to enjoy senses through Guru. And the Bhag Bazar party, they left. So, this Kunja Babu and Tirtha Maharaj, uh, they were disciples of uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. So, they wanted to enjoy their senses through Guru. And the Bhag Bazar party, what is this Bhag Bazar? So, for those of you who do not know, in Gaudiamat, uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's institution, uh, he had about 64 branches all over India at the time. Um, and Bhag Bazar was his, the best, the the headquarters in Kolkata. The Bagh Bazar is the area 
and there was the Gaudimat temple, a very opulent temple with marble and everything, very nice. So that Bagh Bazaar temple was like the, you know, like crest jewel of all temples in Gaudiamat. And <laughs> towards the end of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's life, uh, physical, you know, uh, presence in this planet, he said that uh, if possible, I will sell all the marble of the temple and rather print books because third class devotees, they are fighting among themselves, you know, which room I shall occupy, you know, this is, this is going on. And it has, you know, I am disgusted. Actually, Prabhupada says, my Guru Maharaj was disgusted. So, in that way, so they left Guru, the Bhagavad party. Samal Krishna, Vasudev, so he named one of the disciples, um, I mean, God brothers of Prabhupada from Bhagavad party. So, Prabhupada, so both of them are severe offenders, severe offenders. Tamal Krishna, what about Sridhar Maharaj? Prabhupada says, Sridhar Maharaj belonged to the Bhag Bazar party and I was living aloof. My Guru Maharaj approved. He said it is better that, that he is aloof from them. Actually, um, in 1973, there was a conversation where Srila Prabhupada is mentioning, I did not record it, uh, where he was mentioning this incident where Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said that um, because some of uh, Prabhupada's god brothers, they were um, trying to convince Prabhupada to join in the temple and become sannyasi and leave his household life. <laughs> At that time, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, no, no, you leave him alone, let him stay aloof. Um, it is better that he stays aloof. Um, when time comes, when it is needed, he will do everything. And Prabhupada says, I could not understand what he was speaking. You know, uh, why he spoke like that, I did not understand. Um, of course, I, you know, <laughs> Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur knew everything. So, he knew that Prabhupada would become successful. So, actually, he was recommending that better Prabhupada, I mean, um, that time his name was Bhaktivedanta, uh, no, Abhacharan Arvind Das. So, Abhacharan Arvind Das, better he stays aloof. So, um, Tamal Krishna says, he could understand that his disciples were not and Prabhupada says, no, he was very sorry. So, he is saying about Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. He was very sorry of, um, about the, I mean, uh, regarding the situation, you know, everybody was like very neophyte and then there was ambition of becoming guru and all this, even he was very disgusted. No, he was very sorry. At the last stage, he was disgusted, you see. Tamal Krishna, but that, that doesn't mean that your disciples should think also, I will remain aloof just as our Prabhupada. Prabhupada says, no, that I have not said. Uh, so, he did not say that his disciples should stay aloof. Uh, of course, this they will sometimes use against um, us. They say, oh, you see, you have gone aloof. You have, you know, gone against the, you know, GBC and, you know, now you are uh, separate. You are not following the GBC, you know, which Prabhupada said, GBC is the ultimate managing authority and you are staying aloof and this is in beyond the instruction of Prabhupada. You have disobeyed. So, but the thing is, the GBC, as you will see later on in the conversation, Prabhupada said, GBC has to be very alert. Uh, you will see that. So, that doesn't mean that your disciples should think also, I will remain aloof just as our Prabhupada. Prabhupada said, no, that I have not said. Therefore, I used so strong word on the on our Surabhi's action. And there was one uh, devotee, his name was Surabhi. So, Prabhupada said, I, I, I scolded him because of this, because he wanted to be, remain aloof. This was made independently. He has he has written. He has given photograph. That is not good. 
because he has written, he has done some program, some preaching program, and he sent some photograph, but it was done independently of scorn. Uh, so Prabhupada, you know, did not like that. So, but of course, he would not have liked that his the GBC itself goes astray. Of course, right? So, uh, in fact, that is the reason we have uh, gone through yesterday. Uh, why Srila Prabhupada actually dismissed the GBC, dissolved the GBC at one point of time because they were completely going against his orders. So, the same Srila Prabhupada would have done even now. Uh, but you see, they have uh, openly disobeyed. So, what can be done? We, in fact, we waited. We waited from 1997 when this, this all the Ritvik uh, truth has come out until about 2006, even more than that. No, and yeah, 2006. That's when um, ourselves, we got initiated um, in the first round of initiations in 2006 by Ritwik system. So, for 10 years, there has been waiting and waiting and waiting for the ISKCON to change, as we already said yesterday. So, it did not happen. So, then it has to be done. You know, it cannot just be, we cannot just simply sit and sit back and cry. You know, just like Prabhupada also waited. But then, when none of his godbrothers were cooperating, then he alone went. So, hopefully, hopefully, in the future, ISKCON, they will learn their lesson. And then we were more than glad to work with ISKCON and, you know, be part of ISKCON. Why not? Because that's what we want. That's what we want. We want to be with ISKCON. But the thing is that they, what they did was completely against Prabhupada's instruction. So, that is no more the GBC that Prabhupada has set up. It is, the, it is their own thing now. So, that has to change first. Hmm. Until then, we are not going to sit and cry. The preaching will go on and we will show an alternative um, method. Here in ISKM, that is the principle. We are going to show an alternative method and we will wait. If it is, you know, ISKCON changes, well and good. If it doesn't change, then, you know, let's wait for the time when Krishna wants to show whatever he wants to show. But until then, our preaching will go on. Mm. <clears throat> so, Tamal Krishna says, Yeah, I looked, um, that as a good instruction to all of us, you are rebuking. So, Prabhupada rebuked Surabhi. Tamal Krishna says, we took it as a, I took it as a good instruction for all of us. Prabhupada said, I told him that you cannot do so independent. You are doing nice, but not to do in the like, independent. You admit. People complain against Hamsadutta. Did you know that? Uh, then Prabhupada starts another similar uh, situation. This is directly pertaining to the Guru issue now. People complained against Hamsadutta. Do you know that? Tamal Krishna said, I am not sure of the particular incidences, but I have heard in general. Prabhupada says, in Germany, in Germany, Tamal Krishna, the devotees there. Prabhupada says, so many complaints. Tamal Krishna says, therefore change is good. So, he says, no, therefore, I think that Germany, the change has to happen. Maybe Hamsadutta has to be replaced. Rupa says, no, you become guru, but you must be qualified first of all. Then you become. Hmm. See, Tamal Krishna, oh, what kind of complaint? Oh, that kind of complaint was there. Prabhupada, did you know that? Then Tamal Krishna says, yeah, I heard that, yeah. yeah. So, Hamsadutta basically was projecting himself as a guru. That's why... Tamal Krishna, um, Srila Prabhupada asked him to go to Sri Lanka, leave Germany and go to Sri Lanka and preach there. And of course, there he, you know, preached to this doctor and it became famous. You know, he defeated a doctor, uh, I mean, great scientist. Uh, he was saying that life is made of chemicals and all that. So, Hamsutta went and defeated him in Sri Lanka and then the Prabhupada appreciated him. So, uh, he was actually trying to become Guru. Early on also, we had a letter. 
but then now also in, you know so many complaints from german devotees so then you know again prabhupada said ah, you you become guru but qualification must be there you see you must be qualified first of all oh that kind of complaint was there tamal krishna says uh, prabhupada said did you know that tamal krishna said, yeah i heard that yeah prabhupada says what is the use of producing some rascal guru rascal guru huh? remember this term huh? what is the use of producing some rascal guru because later we will see something then you will understand you know you remember this term rascal guru so what is the use of producing some rascal guru tamal krishna well i have studied myself and all of your disciples and it is clear fact that we are all conditioned souls so we cannot be guru this was when 22nd april 1977 hmm? <laughs> then prabhupada says hmm uh, no then he says maybe one day it, it may be possible you see his you see he is thinking already see he should never say that in front of prabhupada actually by right maybe one day it will it may be possible in front of guru guru you have to wait for the guru's order if the guru doesn't say you just keep quiet and then just accept what not that you know you you exhibit your your intentions already he, he was exhibiting his intentions already there you see and it's clear fact that we are all conditioned souls so we cannot be guru maybe one day it may be possible that's not for you to say at all as a disciple in front of guru like that you know guru knows where you are and where, you know how when he will order i mean even <laughs> bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur he wanted to take initiation from gorakeshwar das babaji he begged and begged and begged uh, just to become a disciple forget about becoming guru uh, becoming disciple uh, so become guru or you just you know um, maybe one day it may be possible who are you to say even that sentence but you see the that thing was in this head already Prabhupada says, hmm, and Tamal Krishna says, but not now. Prabhupada says, yes, I shall choose some guru. I shall say, now you become Acharya, you become authorized. I am waiting for that. You become all Acharya. I retire completely. But the training must be complete. So, you see, if Prabhupada would have wanted to say that this, these are the successors, he would have said this clearly, like what he is saying in this conversation here. You see? i shall say i yes i shall choose some guru i shall say now you become acharya you become authorized i am waiting for that you see prabhupada said that you become all acharya i retire completely but the training must be complete you know tra- you know what is the training training means not just you know yes yes i know all the how to do aarti how to do book distribution not this this you know one has to come to the prema platform love of godhead we will see um, about a very important uh, quote from bhagavatam prabhupada's uh, this thing after this we will go and see that hmm? so the training must be complete you know what is complete adav shraddha tato sadhu sanga bhajana kriya anarthanivritti syat this anarthanivritti the the dirty things from the heart have not gone yet so uh, we cannot jump to the point point of guru after anarthanivritti then there is nishtha then ruchi then asakti then bhava then prema how many levels there are before one can actually when the training is complete hmm. long long way to go still hmm. <clears throat> tamal krishna says the po- the process of purification must be there prabhu says oh yes must be there chaitanya mahaprabhu wants that amar agya guru haya you become guru but be qualified little thing strictly follower tamal krishna says no rubber stamp not rubber stamp prabhupad then you will not be effective rubber stamping means oh now you okay now you are okay authorized you know that's exactly what iskon has done you remember all these things exactly what iskon has done now hmm? rubber stamp authorized okay 
you know like those those uh, notarized notary or whatever they put a stamp okay authorized no 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 such thing no rubber stamping okay now you are guru no it, it must be shown you know and the quality the characteristic will be shown uttam adhikari prabhu said then you will not be effective you can cheat but it will not be effective hmm. just see our gaudiyamat everyone wanted to become guru and a small temple and guru what kind of guru no publication no preaching simply bring some food stuff my guru maharaj used to say joint mess <laughs> you know you know what's a joint mess mess is a place you know in india they will know you know where it is where people can come and eat it's i think british english mess of course we know it's it's a chaos mess you know mayhem but uh, mess <laughs> means a place where you know people eat and you know like a lodging you know something like a like a you know those um, um, army they have mess joint mess so like that joint mess but actually if you take even the mess chaos that that also applies you know you know <laughs> what is a mess you know my guru maharaj used to say joint mess a place for eating and sleeping amar amar ar takhan bengali something so joint mess he said this then you see this prabhupad says in the same conversation there was actually after this you know i put a gap there dot 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 so what is that there he was actually explaining how his disciples like um, bhaktisiddhanta's disciples i means his god brothers this maharaj did this this maharaj did this you know even they tried to um, rope in prabhupad also into that controversy they have a, they had a litigation in court and all that for 40 years they were fighting in courts and all that so they wanted prabhupad also because when prabhupad became famous all over the world he has so much money so they wanted his money to have the court cases and then he they invited him and prabhupad said you know what is the use of my money my money is because they said you are you know you are preaching all to milechas you know they said like this they you know they say um, uh, you are you know all this money you have collected is you know full of um, pollution because all collected from lechas it's not pure money so when they ask his money he said no my money is not pure money it's all lecha money we are all lechas so why do you need our money so he then after that they never asked him anymore you know? of course there was one uh, uh, his god brother he wanted uh, money for his temple maintenance and prabhu said this but they also wanted his money for the litigation and all that proper you know want to get involved at all so all that he said in that gap in the dot 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 now in the end of the conversation he saying prabhupada says stick to our principle and see our gbc is very alert then everything will go on even i am not present do that that is my request you see he is talking about already when i am not present even i am not present everything will go on well that means there was no need for anything else everything was going on and it was perfect to go on even after he left there was no need of another appointment of acharya nothing you just keep uh, sh- make sure that the gbc is very alert and you know stick to our principles uh, whatever little i have taught you follow that and nobody will be aggrieved no maya will touch you see how prabhu is assuring no maya will touch you if you follow these instructions uh, see that confidence only a pure devotee can give not that you know a guru himself is in maya you will see later on what is this con what kind of laws they have um, instituted for gurus who have fallen down what to do with them it's all completely bogus he is giving you maya will not touch you how strong statement is that you know mama maya duratyaya krishna himself is saying mama maya duratyaya insurmountable maya you cannot cross it krishna is saying but mamevaya prapadyante maya metam tarandite 
if we surrender to the lotus feet of Krishna, then yes, we can cross. So, how to surrender to the lotus feet of Krishna? Through surrendering to the lotus feet of his, his uh, devotee, pure devotee, the Acharya, the Guru, who is Prabhupada. Now, Krishna has given us and there will be no scarcity of money. You print book and sell. So, everything is there. We have got good shelter all over the world. We have got income. You stick to our principles. Follow them. Even if I die, suddenly you will be able to manage. That's all. That I want. You see, he's not talking about any guru, nothing now. You know, he's just talking. See, although he said, you know, I'm waiting for, you know, appointing you, but the training must be complete. Not complete. It was not complete. So, why did Prabhupada say that? It means they were not ready. Hmm? Then they say, oh, can Prabhupada did not even make one pure devotee? Prabhupada is saying, none of you are pure devotee. Prabhupada's words. But that's not a failure of Prabhupada. Because Prabhupada has given the system. How to become pure devotee? If we don't take the system, who is to be blamed? We. Hmm. That's all that I want. Manage nicely and let the movement go forward. Now arrange. Don't go backward. Be careful. Apani achare prabhu jivere shikshaya. So this means that, that Bengali words, the last sentence. Apani achare prabhu jivere shikshaya means uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said these words. So he said, I have to follow. I will follow and then I will teach others by my example. So same thing he is asking his disciples, the GBC to do. You do, you know, as I said and then you follow and then teach others by your example like this. So this is what Prabhupada wanted. Hmm. But, you see, very alert, GBC has to be very alert, then everything will go on, even if I am not present. Hmm. And Maya will not touch you. And even later on, another conversation I did not include. This is uh, after the will, in the, in the late October, I think. He says, I have given the will, execute like that, execute like that. Uh, then, Krishna's protection will be there. He said that also, that is also conversation recorded. Hmm. Uh, Krishna will protect Krishna, uh, Prabhupada said I think um, there is one uh, I think I did save it somewhere one second I will see if I have that you see the first one this is in the 8th October 1977 don't fight amongst yourselves I have given the explanation my will Execute like that. Tamal Krishna says, yes, Srila Prabhupada. And then everything will be, Krishna will guide. You see, Krishna will guide if you follow the will. And the will there is said, my initiated disciple. Not just my disciple, not just a, a disciple, or not just an initiated disciple. My initiated disciple. So clear. Hmm? You know, the, this argument I showed to one, because I had this correspondence with uh, one one of the disciples and is gone. When I showed this, how do you, do, you know, what, what do you have answer for this, my initiated disciple? You say, you know, Prabhupada did not meant it for the future and all that. How do you answer this, my initiated disciple? Then he said, then he went on, okay, okay, I will consult my seniors. Then he consulted his scholars, seniors, whatever, came back. And he said, they just said, you know, this is actually just a property matter. It's not really an initiated, you know, something to do with initiation and all that. It's just a property matter, you know, just, a, you know, as if it's a real estate agent matter, you know. What is this nonsense? What kind of answer is that? My initiated disciple has nothing to do with property, you know. Yeah, it is about property, yes. But the trustees must be my initiated disciple. It was an initiated disciple two days before, on June 2nd. And on June 4th, it is my initiated disciple. 
Prabhupada made a deliberate change. So, how do you explain this? How do you explain this? And in May 27, just few days ago, few days prior to that, he said that Vishwambar is not our regular disciple. Huh? He, he, he has to at least accept sannyas from him. Actually, sannyas guru is not really very important because any sannyas he can give us. Like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he took uh, sannyas from uh, Mayavadi sannyas. So, it's not a very uh, major, it's not like a guru. You know. Sanyas Guru is not very major. But still, Prabhupada wanted to give that chance. Okay, at least somehow or other he must be connected with me. Okay, he's already initiated by somebody. At least Sanyas will take from me. Mm-hmm. Then he can be included. Otherwise, no. Then somebody has suggested what? Maybe he can be on the you know advisory board. No, nothing. Until he is initiated by me. So, Prabhupada was very, very careful in all these things. It is not that he was just left it to chance. No, he was very, very careful. Although, to encourage his disciples, ambitious, you see, like Tamal Krishna, ambitious. What he said? Oh, maybe one day we may, you know, we may be ready. No. Prabhupada said, yeah, I will, I will, I will mention who is Acharya. So, <laughs> Prabhupada was also very smart. See, of course, he is guided by Krishna. So, he said, oh, um, because he already sensed that sentence, you see. Maybe one day. It'll, yeah, I, I will say. I will say. I am waiting for that. But the training must be complete. So, that means Prabhupada will say, where is that? Where did he say? And he spoke in the future tense. I am waiting for that in the future. It's not that, oh, from 1975, you see, oh, after I, after I, the spiritual master passed away, immediately, you know, you become a guru. That is a law of discipline succession. In that case, all Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's disciples also should be gurus, according to that law, right? But why, Prabhupada said, none of the, my god brothers are qualified. Why? None of them are qualified, he said. It was a disobeyed order. That means it does not mean that just when Prabhupada, I mean, when the spiritual master leaves, he immediately becomes qualified. He said all these things to encourage him, alright, oh, no, you at least wait, at least don't, even if you do after I leave, that is also offense without my authorization. But if you do it while I am alive, it is even greater offense. So I want to save you from the greater offense. Try to understand. So these these devotees, they take literally certain words. Just like Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Um, his spiritual master, Gaurgishwar Das Babaji, you know, he said, out, out of his own humility, he said that when I die, please drag my body on the streets of Navadvip so that they will be bathed in the dust of Navadvip, the, the place of pilgrimage, and in that way my body will be purified. Uh, my body is so sinful, I am so sinful that at least if, if it is, you know, completely, you know, dragged on the streets of Navadvip, then it will be, you know, purified. Then when actually when he passed away, some of the sannyasis who were around, they were actually wanting to do that. They wanted to drag his body on the streets of Navadvip. They said, no, we must follow the instruction of Babaji. So then Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur stopped them. Who and what nonsense are you talking? Yeah? Yes, you know, out of his own humility, he will say like that. But it is not that we have to take those meaning literally. We have to understand the mood of the Acharya. Yeah? We have to give him the greatest respect. He is a I mean, perfect representative of God, Krishna. He is a perfect Acharya. Uttama, what is that? Um, Uttama Adhikari, Mahabhagavat. How can you drag his body on the streets? A, a pure devotee always thinks that he is completely uh, you know, useless and you know most fallen. Krishnadas Kavras Goswami said, Purisher kit hoi muise lagishtha. Jagai madhai hoi muise papishtha. Jagai madhai is maybe sinful, but I am much more sinful than them. Not only that, I am worse than the worm in the stool. The worm in the stool the worm that is, you know, in the in the in the feces of human feces, that worm is better than me. I am that fallen. 
that's how it's not that she is you know showing off that's how they feel and uttam adhikari feels like that that does not mean oh you see he has said that means it must be true you see he pure devotee is speaking right he will never make mistake so he is saying that he is lower than woman is true so actually he is woman lower than woman is true it is, is this is what is this this is not even disciple this complete offender so we have to take you know we have to understand where prabhupada is speaking in what way you know um, so that that is that is proper disciple uh, not just you know like they say see prabhupada said you are all are pure devotees so therefore we are all are pure devotees but of course we should be humble and think that we are not pure but but since prabhupada said pure devotee so that means it's pure we are all he they are saying like this the the person who argued with me from that iskon he said like this and they have one scholar called keshavananda prabhu bhaktivika swami disciples so he wrote to me big big you know explanation why ritvik is bad and he in that he wrote so lengthy things i will show you some of them some of the th- some of the things today <laughs> we need to rush because a lot to show but i'll just show the main ones what what his his uh, arguments were all right we will go ahead and this is april 22 1977 right then conversation 27th may this was when that vishwambar our regular he is not our regular disciple that same conversation another part of it you see bhavananda he said there will be men i know there will be men who want to try to pose themselves as guru tamal krishna says that was going on many years ago your god brothers were thinking like that madhav maharaj you know he was saying to prabhupada then bhavananda said oh yes oh ready to jump prabhupada says very strong management required and vigilant observation uh, this is how he wanted to make sure that it doesn't happen that's exactly what they did so therefore the mercy is not there and it's gone because they have completely disobeyed like this all right so this is something we did not show yesterday this is uh, tamal krishna goswami's letter to hamsadutta in uh, on 31st july 1977 he quotes shri prabhupada saying actually in the letter he says um, please accept my humble obeisance and then he says prabhupada said this about you and then he puts in quotes so that's what uh, this is in the quotes you have written to shri prabhupada saying you do not know why he has chosen you to be a recipient of his mercy his divine grace immediately replied it is because you are my sincere servant so this is what shri prabhupada said and that's what tamal krishna wrote down and uh, sent it to hamsadutta because he was his secretary it is because you are my sincere servant you have given up attachment to a beautiful and qualified wife and that is a great benediction you are a real preacher therefore i like you then laughing sometimes you become obstinate but that is true of any intelligent man you see how he is encouraging actually this hamsadutta <laughs> hamsadutta was the one who you know prabhupad was mentioning in the earlier conversation hamsadutta did you hear this thing about hamsadutta he was trying to initiate prabhupad said no Uh, he was you know so many complaints in germany uh, that was this so that's why then prabhupada said you see um you become obstinate that was april 22 now it is july 31 so just few months ago that was there and then that's why he was sent to sri lanka you know to preach there so sometimes you become obstinate but that is true of any intelligent man you know he he chastised him uh, again he um, encouraged him also 
Now you have got a very good field. Now organize it and it will be great credit. No one will disturb you there. Make your own field and continue to be Rithik and act on my behalf. See, Prabhupada again made the point clear. Continue to be Rithik and act on my behalf. This is July 31st. You know. Now, the next is a conversation which the ISKCON likes to quote to prove, try to prove that this Rithvik system is for just that period when Prabhupada was ill and when not until, you know, it, it until after his departure. So, let us look at this conversation. It is October 18th, 1977. So, Prabhupada says, Hare Krishna, one Bengali gentleman has come from New York? Prabhupada asked. Tamal Krishna, yes, Mr. Sukamal Roy Chaudhary. Prabhupada, so I have deputed some of you to initiate. Hmm? So, actually he came all the way from New York to India to get initiated by Prabhupada. The Prabhupada says, so I have deputed some of you to initiate. Hmm? Tamal Krishna says, yes, actually, yes, Srila Prabhupada. Uh, Prabhupada says, so I think Jayapataka can, can do that if he likes. I have already deputed. Tell him. This is on October 18th. So, already the, the Ritwik system, the July 9th letter was already in effect. Tamal Krishna, yes. So, Prabhupada says, so deputies, Jayapataka's name was there? Bhagavan, it is already on there, Srila Prabhupada. His name was on, the li- on that list. Prabhupada says, so I depute him to do this at Mayapur and you may go with him. I stop for the time being. Is that all right? Tamal Krishna, stop doing what, Srila Prabhupada? Prabhupada says, this initiation, I have deputed the, my disciples, is it clear or not? Girira says, it's clear. So, this is what they say. See, the, I, I will stop for the time, I stop for the time being, is that all right? So, Srila Prabhupada stopped for the time being and if there was somebody in, you know, who came to Prabhupada and if Prabhupada is there and if his health is good, because the thing as we learned yesterday, that um, the karma, so when the Guru initiates the karma, he will have to take. Um, so, uh, because his health was not good, he said, I, I stop for the time being, you know. So, you, you do. That means what? The karma they will have to take, even the Ritviks have to take the karma of accepting the, that particular devotee to Prabhupada. So, Ritviks also have to take it. But as long as they act on behalf of Prabhupada, that's alright, you know. And of course, they have to also check. There's, there has to be due checks that he is following everything and all that. So, I stop for the timing. So, this they use timing, see, only for timing. Okay. So, you, actually, the, later you see, you will see. Let's see. Stop doing what, Srila Prabhupada? Prabhupada says, this initiation. I have deputed my disciples. Is it clear or not? Girira says, it's clear. Prabhupada, you have got the list of the names? Tamal Krishna says, yes, Srila Prabhupada. Prabhupada says, and if by Krishna's grace I recover from this condition, then I shall begin again. Or I may not be pressed in this condition to initiate. It is not good. Girira says, we will explain to him so that he will understand properly. So, you see, here again, Prabhupada says, if by Krishna's grace I recover from this condition, then I shall begin again. So, um, so, if Prabhupada recovers and if somebody comes for him to him for initiation, then of course, wherever he is there, he will definitely do the initiation. Uh, it is not that he will not do. Uh, and then, if the health does not become good, then continue with whatever system that is. What is the difficulty? It's not that it's not that he said, oh, after my departure, you okay, now I have, I have appointed this person as Acharya. No, he never said that. So, if he becomes better, yeah, he will do again. But even when he was better, the sannyas from 1975 onwards, the sannyasis were already chanting on the beads. Only the name Prabhupada was giving. And that too, Pradyumna was choosing the names from the scriptures and then Prabhupada was you know, selecting the names and giving to the disciple. And in this way, it was going on. And Prabhupada wanted them to choose the names also. Now, in the Ritvik, in the in that Julana and the order. 
and if you say and he said if i if i become better then i will continue again and if he did not become better then continue with the system that is already in place so it doesn't mean that you know oh this is you know after he leaves it is no more valid no that's why in the will it is there my initiated disciple he changed from an initiated disciple it was very very clear so all these things point only one thing that the ritvik system has to continue until there is a further order to stop which is not there until now and that further order however it will come it will be as explicitly mentioned as everything else was mentioned by shri prabhupada that was important hmm. so just like julian and later how clear it was so that explicitly there will be another order but we can go on for 10000 years with this ritvik order without a problem at all prabhupada already gave us so this they used to say oh for the time being oh uh, what is that oh if i become better i will i will i may i may begin again uh, even then even if it doesn't begin that's it continue with the same system that's all what is so difficult to understand in this i don't understand so they are trying the level best to to use all these indirect things uh, when there is no direct evidence by, by from shri prabhupada itself saying that okay like in april 22nd he said i will i will say you are the next acharya i am waiting for that so prabhupada will, would have said that explicitly okay this is the next acharya you have to follow him or these two three three people or whatever it is he never said never said so we just have to follow with the whatever was already given and then no, there's no need of any change prabhupada said the system of management continues as it is now and there's no need of any change and that's it hmm. that's the gbc that is in the will so guru has to be authorized so and and by the way that tushta krishna swami whatever happened in 1975 where is he even in the 1977 all these discussions nowhere so what happened he prabhupada never said no i wrote a letter to tushta krishna i i appointed him no i said after i leave he can become spiritual master no prabhupada never said that so so we have to understand everything in context hmm. everything in context of what prabhupada is saying <coughs> guru has to be authorized yeah actually about authorization of the guru there is a very nice verse you see this that authorization is very important chaitanya charitamrita antya lila chapter 7 टेक्स्ट 150 पंडित एर ठाई चाहे चाहे मंत्रादि शिखिते पंडित कहे ए कर्म नाहे आमा होइते वल्लभ भट्ट वांटेड टू बी इनिशिएटेड बाय गदाधर पंडित बट गदाधर पंडित रिफ्यूज्ड सेइंग द वर्क ऑफ एक्टिंग एज अ स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर इज नॉट पॉसिबल फॉर मी हु इज गदाधर पंडित यू नो इन द पंचतत्व गदाधर पंडित इज इनकारनेशन ऑफ राधारानी हरसेल्फ सो द गदाधर पंडित and when vallabha vallabha bhat he came to be initiated by gadadhar pandit gadadhar pandit refused saying the work of acting as spiritual master is not possible for me the next verse ami paratantra amar prabhu gaurachandra tar agya vina ami naha nahai swatantra i am completely dependent my lord is gaurachandra shri chaitanya mahaprabhu i cannot do anything independently without his order gadadhar pandit radharani herself hmm? he is saying that i have to, i cannot do anything without the order i cannot act as spiritual master and then here there are 
no order absolutely fully accepting and completely bogus systems of uh, um, choosing the guru in iskon we will see all that how they select the gurus okay now going back what else yes those are the few arguments and now we will go into the iskon's twisted interpretation of guru tatva first thing we want to go to what is the position of a acharya of a real guru so in the we have said we have looked at so many qualifications of the bona fide spiritual master initiating guru now one more there is which we did not show the other day how krishna was born how krishna was born so he is of course the son of vasudev and devaki but it was not a sexual relationship he was in the heart he he was he manifested himself in the heart of vasudev then he was transferred into the heart of devaki and then into the womb of devaki and then he you know he he was born so now here it is stated in this verse um shrimad bhagavatam canto 10 chapter 2 text 18 thereafter oh where is this oh in the purport Okay. Thereafter, accompanied by plenary expansions, the fully opulent supreme personality of Godhead, who is all auspicious for the entire universe, was transferred from the mind of Vasudev to the mind of Devaki. Devaki, having thus been initiated by Vasudev, became beautiful by carrying Lord Krishna, the original consciousness of for everyone, the cause of all causes, within the core of her heart, just as the East becomes beautiful by carrying the rising moon. nice explanation now in the prabhupad says in the purport you see in the first paragraph as indicated here by the word manas manastaha the supreme personality of godhead was transferred from the core of the heart of devaki sorry sorry the supreme personality of godhead was transferred from the core of vasudev's mind or heart to the core of the heart of devaki we should note carefully that the lord was transferred to devaki not by the ordinary way for a human being but by diksha initiation thus the importance of initiation is mentioned here unless one is initiated by the right person is important unless one is initiated by the right person who always carries within his heart the supreme personality of godhead one cannot acquire the power to carry the supreme personality of godhead within the core of one's own heart we will read again unless one is initiated by the right person who is the right person who always carries within his heart the supreme personality of godhead only one person now uttamadhikari one cannot acquire the power to carry the supreme personality of godhead within the core of one's own heart so again point same thing uttamadhikari if a person if a guru is not on the platform he cannot become guru diksha guru initiation is a the subject is about initiation now thus the importance of initiation is mentioned here initiation means this uh this that the the initiating guru must be having krishna in his heart santaf sadaiva hridayeshu vilokayante how premanjana churita bhakti vilochane na he has to be in on the level of love of godhead krishna the love of godhead krishna prema uh, that means ado shraddha tato sadhu sanga these are all steps chronological steps to the level of prema adav shraddha tato sadhu sanga first is preliminary faith then association of devotees then 
engagement in service, initiation and engagement in service and then anarthanivritti, bhajanakriya is uh, engagement in service and then anarthanivritti, all the dirty things in the heart must be cleansed, all so many things, so by um, proper guidance, we, if we execute devotional service, then slowly one by one, all our anarthas, dirty things in the heart will become cleansed and then nishtha, one becomes fixed up in devotional service, he will never waver anymore. Not that one day good, one day bad, one day good, one day bad, not like this. Every day study, without a, you know, for years and decades together, uh, that state. That is Nishtha. Then, Ruchi Stataha. Then we get a taste for devotional service, for Krishna consciousness, for chanting the holy name, uh, Namagana Sada Ruchi. So, this is uh, Ruchi. And then, Asakti, a spontaneous attraction for Krishna. That Ruchi will become more concentrated and will become Asakti. Spontaneous attraction for Krishna. And that is also not pure devotee yet. Then, Tato Bhava. Uh, Athasaktis Tato Bhava. That becomes even more concentrated into Bhava. And that Bhava becomes even more concentrated than become Prema. Love of Godhead. So, Premanjana Churita Bhakti Vilochanena Santa Sadaiva Hridayeshu Vilokayanti. They can carry the Lord in the heart. Those who are in the Prema. Not anywhere less. So, that only, only that person can become a spiritual master. So, this is very clear now. Okay, now let us go to a faulty definition of Acharya Deva that Pradyumna, one of the disciples of Prabhupada, he gave um, after Prabhupada left. This is all how the deviation started. You know, they actually, there is another conversation which I did not include here. What happened when after uh, they left, I mean after Srila Prabhupada had, you know, left his, uh, this world, physical departure, then the, the 12, I mean the 11 GBCs, 11 Ritviks, they did not know how to actually act as a guru. So they went to Gaudiamat, which was a recipe of how to disobey the order of the spiritual master. They went there and they went and consulted Sridhar Maharaj, who was the mastermind of that recipe. How to become gurus? And he gave explanation how to become gurus. And it is one of the most hilarious conversations ever. Because in that, you know, it is all, it is all right, you know, even if you fight among yourselves, but don't do it in front of your disciples. Hmm? He was saying, this was the transcript of the conversation. You know, I should have I should have put it in here. So, you fight me, but don't not in front of my disciples. In front of disciples, you know, you, you, because it is achinte bheda bheda tattva. You know, there can be some disagreements among the God brothers, but you know, the the you know, uh, like Krishna, as he was seen by different people by in different ways. So your God brother may see you in one way, and your disciple may see you as as, you know, as good as God, Sakshadhari. You know, but uh, God brother can see you as, um, you know, as a, um, a person who, who we can fight with. Uh, just like Krishna, when somebody wanted to see him as a lover, then he act, he reciprocated as a lover. And when, you know, somebody wants him as a master, he is a perfect master. When, when somebody wants him as a friend, he was a perfect friend. So, in that way, the same Krishna was, you know, uh, having all these relationships. So, similarly, the spiritual relationship is like this, you know. So, among God brothers, it may be different. Um, fighting and all can happen, but you know, disagreements, but with disciples it is different. You know. I mean, completely bogus, nowhere it is Srila Prabhupada said this. This is the philosophy that ruined Gaudiya Math, basically. But, 
he was given and these people went to him how to become gurus how to guru how <laughs> why does a guru need advice how to become guru if he is authorized by his spiritual master let's let's first of all get this thing right 4854 let's go there hmm? i should have included the conversation maybe tomorrow okay you see this ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय मंत्रेणानेन देवस्य कुरिया द्रव्यमयीं बुधः सपर्याम विविधैर्द्रव्यैर्देशकाल विभागवीत विभागवीत ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय दिस इज द 12 सिलेबल मंत्र फॉर वर्शिपिंग लॉर्ड कृष्णा वन शुड इंस्टॉल द फिजिकल फॉर्म्स ऑफ द लॉर्ड एंड विद द चांटिंग ऑफ द मंत्र वन शुड ऑफर फ्रूट्स एंड फ्लावर्स एंड अदर वैरायटीज ऑफ फूड स्टफ्स एग्जैक्टली अकॉर्डिंग टू द रूल्स एंड रेगुलेशंस प्रिस्क्राइब्ड बाय अथॉरिटीज but this should be done in consideration of place time and, and attendant conveniences and inconveniences okay now here in the purport shri prabhupada is mentioning of course it's a long purport now we will go here the method of worship chanting the mantra and preparing the forms of the lord is not stereotyped nor is it exactly the same everywhere it is specifically mentioned in this verse that one should take consideration of the time place and available conveniences our krishna consciousness movement is going on throughout the entire world and we also install deities in different centers sometimes our indian friends puffed up with concocted notions criticize this has not been done that has not been done but you forget the instruction of narad muni to one of the greatest vaishnavas dhruva maharaj one has to consider this verse is actually narad muni's instruction to dhruva maharaj um one has to consider the particular time country and conveniences what is convenient in india may not be convenient in the western countries those who are not actually in the line of acharyas or who personally have no knowledge of how to act in the role of acharya unnecessarily criticize the activities of the iskon movement in countries outside of india the fact is that such critics cannot do anything personally to spread krishna consciousness if someone does go and preach taking all risks and allowing all considerations for time and place it might be that there are changes in the manner of worship but that is not at all faulty according to shastra you see shrimad veera raghava acharya an acharya in the disciplic succession of the ramanuja sampradaya has remarked in his commentary that chandalas or conditioned souls who are born in lower than shudra families can also be initiated according to circumstances the formalities may be slightly changed here and there to make them vaishnavas so this initiation system is a formality prabhupad said many times is a formality the main initiation is the gnana the transference of uh, transcendental knowledge the initiation system the ceremony itself is a formality but still it is required it is required that's why he himself conducted initiations also it is not it is not required so that formality you see the formalities may be slightly changed here and there to make them vaishnavas the ritual system is a formality hmm and you see one should take initiation from a bona fide spiritual master coming in the disciplic succession who is authorized by the his predecessor spiritual master this is called diksha vidhan not i his that is this this is called diksha vidhan so he has to be authorized by his spiritual master now when they are authorized like shri prabhupad he knew how to be acharya right he did not ask some advice no these people they already became acharyas after prabhupad left and now they do not know how to actually accept assume that role 
So they asked our Sridhar Maharaj, who Prabhupada already said that he is a Bazar party, he was a Guru Tyagi. He, he relinquished the order of the spiritual master and he created distractions and completely ruined the movement. And then they went to him for this advice. And he gave some completely nonsense advice and then they started following him. And after that, Pradyumna, he gave a faulty definition of the word Acharya Deva. You see what he said. Oh, this is too small, right? Uh, one second. You see, Okay, you know what, uh, instead of wasting your time, I'll just read it. If you can see, you can see, otherwise, you know, I should have made it bigger, but I did not make it. So, Ravindra Swarup, in his position paper, Under My Order, in August 1985, says, I have taken this definition of Acharya from the letter of August 7th, 1978, from Pradyumna to Satsuru Das Goswami. The reader should now turn to this letter, which I have appended for careful study. Now, this Ravindra Swarup, you know, trying to, uh, you know, explain what is Guru Tattva and all this, you know. So, he asked everybody to turn their attention to this letter of Pradyumna. Where is Prabhupada's reference? No Prabhupada's reference. Simply like this. So, in this letter, Pradyumna explains that the word Acharya may be taken in three senses. So, one, one who grants initiation to a disciple. Two, uh, the spiritual head of an institution. No, there is one more. Where is the... What happened to the second one? So, one who grants initiation to disciple. Actually, there is one more. One who preaches by example. Hmm? Yeah, actually, there is a, there is a bigger, the biggest one. One who practices what he preaches. So, that is one. And then there is one who grants initiation to disciple. And then the third one, the spiritual head of an institution who has been specifically declared by the previous Acharya to be his successor. This is three definitions. Three different definitions of Acharya. And then, uh, yes, Prabhupada did use the Acharya word in these senses, I mean in, in these ways. But you see, now what he says is that, Pradyumna explains that this type of Acharya, especially definition to one who grants initiation to a disciple, okay? he says that, um, Pradyumna explains that this type of Acharya can initiate disciples can, and be referred to as Acharya Dev, but only by his disciples and not by others. You know. Uh. So, whoever has accepted him as Guru must give all respects to him in every way, but this does not apply to those who are not his disciples. Sorry, I did not make that big. So, you see, this is, this is what he said. <laughs> only, by, only his disciples can call him Acharya Dev, but not others. So, now, let us see what Prabhupada's explanation of Acharya Dev is. The following are excerpts from Srila Prabhupada's Vyasa Puja offering printed in the Science of Self-Realization, Chapter 2, where he uses the term in relation to his own spiritual master, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. So, this is actually in the Science of Self-Realization book, Chapter 2. So, there Prabhupada says, The Guru or Acharya Dev, as we learn from the bona fide scriptures, delivers the message of the Absolute World. When we speak of the fundamental principle of Guru Dev or Acharya Dev, we speak of something that is of universal application. Not that only his disciples must call him Acharya Dev, others should not call him as Acharya Dev. What is this? Some concoction this Pradyumna has created and then they started to follow that and that's how 
many things led to one, one thing after another. The Acharya Dev for whom we have assembled tonight, this is also Prabhupada said, it was because Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's uh, Vyasa Puja day. So Prabhupada was giving a speech. The Acharya Dev for whom we have assembled tonight <clears throat> to offer our... Hmm, the video is blur. Not sure anyone else is also facing it. Okay. Somebody is saying the video is blurred. For me, it looks alright. <coughs> anyway, the Acharya Dev for whom we have assembled tonight to offer our humble homage is not the guru of a sectarian institution or one out of many different exponents of the truth. On the contrary, he is the Jagat Guru or the Guru of all of us. That is Acharya Dev. So, they have this wrong impression. That's how it started. And then in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Adrila, 1.46 purport, 1.46 purport. He is known to be direct manifestation of the Lord and a genuine representative of Sri Nityananda Prabhu. Such a spiritual master is known as Acharya Deva. No. Then, of course, with this we have read 4.8.54 we have read. And Srila Prabhupada himself wrote to Pradyumna on, in 1968. He said, regarding Bhaktipuri, Tirtha Maharaj, they are my God brothers and should be shown respect. But you should not have any intimate connection with them as they have gone against the orders of my Guru Maharaj. So, same thing we have to also, our, in, our association with Iskon should be like that. Uh, we should not intimately be connected with them as they went against the orders of um, Krishna, I mean Srila Prabhupada. So, similarly, so we have to be careful, you know, how we, we cannot intimately associate with them. Alright, so that is the faulty definition of Acharya Dev. Now, let's go. Oh, this is uh, going to be even more severe. Okay, now, what is the time? Okay, we are one hour into this. Alright, so now I will want to, I will want to show you a video. Alright, but for me to listen to that, I need, okay, never mind. It's alright. <clears throat> you look at this now. I will show you a video of one very, very, very senior Iskon Swami. He is a guru also now. Um, Jayadvaita Swami. And what he had to say about Srila Prabhupada. Alright. Just hold on. And... Uh, you might have to adjust your volume levels because it may go up or down or whatever. Maybe now it is too loud, so maybe you have reduced. But in the, for the video, maybe you have to increase a bit. You try to see which one works for you. And I will start to play the video in a while. And also, before I... Okay, when the video starts, let me know if you can hear the volume, hmm? if you can hear the audio of the video. If you can't, please let me know immediately in the comments, alright? Alright. Here's Jay Israel giving us a glimpse into his mental hell. This is a person who said that there are wars in Srila Prabhupada's books. Alright, so I hope you can hear that. Okay, some of the editing that was done, this was a video from the internet. So, they have, they, you know, like as you can see on the, on the screen, I'll just make it a little smaller. 
okay so um, yeah okay you can hear the audio good so as you can see they mentioned j is real and they have some editing you know they did some special effects and all that um, that uh, is another thing but we want to we want you to focus on the what he said you see this is about the samsara davanala lidha loka the morning mangalarti song when we say jay prabhupada jay prabhupada now what he says you see Basically, morning, samsara dava, Shri Krishna Chaitanya, Hare Krishna, nothing else. Evening, Gaurarti, Shri Krishna Chaitanya, Hare Krishna, nothing else. Nothing else. Pretty clear. The devotee is asking whether after samsara dava we should chant Prabhupada's pranam mantra. Interesting question. When Prabhupada chanted in the morning, he chanted samsara dava, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Hare Krishna, and nothing else. He didn't chant the pranam mantra to his Guru Maharaj. Now if I suggest that we shouldn't chant Prabhupada's pranam mantra, there'll be a revolution. But actually, it's not necessary. It's not what he did. Look at that. He's saying, chant Prabhupada's Pranati Mantra is not, it's not necessary. Now he goes even more. He goes wild. We don't have to. Samsara Dava, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Hare Krishna, nothing else. So, when someone who's not Prabhupada's direct disciple begins by offering pranam mantras to Prabhupada. My, my hearing takes a beating. I, I think, what's wrong with this person? See that? My, my hearing takes a beating. But at least don't start with Prabhupada's Pranam Mantra. You're totally contrary to the tradition. The next thing that disturbs me, sometimes we hear right in the middle of Samsara Dava. Jaya Prabhupada, Jaya. What the hell is that? <sighs> Here's Jay Israel giving us a glimpse into his mental health. Sometimes we hear right in the middle of Samsara Dava. Okay. Jaya Prabhupada. Sorry for the interruption. What the hell is that? Jaya Prabhupada. Jaya. What the hell is that? Samsara Dava is not the Prabhupada song. It's the Guru's song. 
which doesn't mean the Foundracharya of this kind. Samsara Dhaba is not the Prabhupada song. And therefore it even disturbs me when, you know, they finish the the Jayam Subham Sasya Yashasri Sandang Bande Guru Sri Charanada Vindam. Jaya Prabhupada Jaya Jaya Prabhupada Jaya as if again it was the Prabhupada song if you want to think of Prabhupada during that song that's fine if you want to think of Prabhupada during that song that's fine but it's not but what if somebody else is thinking of his guru God forbid God forbid. Then you've spoiled his meditation you, you, because you're thinking it's the Prabhupada song. You, 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 because you're thinking it's the Prabhupada song. You don't need to chant Jai Prabhupada, Jai Prabhupada at any point. You don't need to chant Jai Prabhupada, Jai Prabhupada at any point. You don't need to chant Jai Prabhupada, Jai Prabhupada at any point. Samsara Dava, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Hare Krishna, nothing else. And, all right, I won't buck the system. After Samsara, after, after Samsara Dava, Srila Prabhupada's Pranam Mantras. And if you left them out, you would not be wrong. You would be institutionally wrong, but you would not be philosophically wrong. Because Prabhupada said, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Samsara Dhaba, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Hare Krishna, nothing else. That's what he did. And if that's what you do, you're no worse than he was. And he was perfect. And he was perfect. We think warmth and smiles convey honesty, sincerity, but a trained lie spotter can spot a fake smile a mile away. Can you all spot the fake smile here? You can consciously contract the muscles in your cheeks, but the real smiles in the eyes, the crow's feet of the eyes, they cannot be consciously contracted. And he was perfect. So again, I'm not campaigning to edit it out of the program, but keep it at that, if you would. Or to put it another way, I would be happy if you would keep it at that. All right, so uh, you have all seen that video, is it uh, streaming all right for you now? Can you hear me and can you see me? I think there is a slight amount of lag, isn't it? Or is there?
kindly let me know um, then we will proceed even further so please let me know in the comments quickly so that we can proceed further <coughs> so is everything all right or you have any issues with audio and video clear all good now all right sorry for that interruption i was actually you know disconnecting and connecting the mic and it got disconnected and the whole live stream got um, had to be resumed i mean had to be interrupted all right um no lag all right so as you can see ah what a, i mean how can you say things like that this is the state of the senior most um, people in iskon management all right he is one of the most in fact he is the one who makes all the changes in the books so this is his and he said there are watts and prabhupad's books that need to be ironed out and you know healed how you can say things like that i, I have seen the audio today he has said that so uh, anyway that's one next i would like now right to read out to you this thing this is actually um, bhajahari prabhu he is a disciple of prabhupad senior disciple he passed away recently um, elderly person so this was a facebook post as you can see on the on the right side i mean on the left side of your screen an advice from bhajahari prabhu this was a facebook post written by his grace bhajahari prabhu who passed away a few years ago he was one of shri prabhupad's earliest uk disciples in in united kingdom right this is what he said oh a most vile and foul lie is told by those that attempt to convince you that you must hear from the lips of a physically present living teacher this is one ever perpetrated this is only ever perpetrated by cheaters and is only ever accepted by the cheated neophytes it attempts to undermine all that we have been taught by shri prabhupada the real underlying underlying cynical motive is that shri prabhupada is dead and gone and that we now need to take our spiritual nourishment from such poisonous pretenders hmm? that's the cynical motive behind that on three well remembered occasions over the past 20 odd years i have been approached by three different so called god brothers who have attempted to convince me of this lie okay so number 1 the first he did not name anyone he said the first took me inside uh, took me aside into his apartment and after realizing that i was not about to budge even a centimeter from shri prabhupada's full shelter looked me directly in the eye and sneered you know bhaja i am sick and tired of people putting shri prabhupada on a pedestal i'm sick and tired of pe- people putting shri prabhupada on a pedestal <sighs> then he what he did i immediately stood up turned and walked out the door slamming it as hard as i could as i left this person now suffers from a severe speech impediment number 2 the second attempt was from a distance via facebook messenger again it was proposed that i take shelter of someone that would or could enhance my relationship with shri prabhupad i wasn't buying and insisted that my understanding was that i only needed his divine grace and his teachings in my life very quickly the venom came out 
I was told that, quote, there are many other pure devotees on the planet and that Srila Prabhupada was gone and I should just get over it. Unquote. See that? Prabhupada was gone and I should just get over it. See this? Then, that this person died within the year. Within that same year he died. Number 3. Was similar to number 2 above, but it took place in our Gokul Vegetarian Cafe in Watford. Actually, I have been there. We have been there, some of us, uh, in 2018. We went there. Gokul Vegetarian Cafe. When I declined the help, I was told that I was missing a massive opportunity to take shelter of an exalted Vaishnava. You see, so basically he was told that you are missing a massive opportunity to you know get shelter or help from a very exalted Vaishnava. So, you better surrender to that person. No, forget Prabhupada, no? So, <clears throat> he was told that. Then, in backwards, he writes, Fair enough, I could live with that. I was already taking shelter of Srila Prabhupada. But then I was told I was being completely offensive because I refused the exalted help. That exalted help left the planet a short while afterwards. <laughs> so, I would have been back to square one anyway. At least by their strange standards. You see this? That, that exalted help left the planet a short, <laughs> short while afterwards. Means he also died. So that so-called guru, who was the exalted help. Then he says, Sai, any young aspiring devotees out there, please just stick to Srila Prabhupada. It is obviously good to take help from other followers of his divine grace. If they are sincere, they can help you develop your faith in him. But please, never fall into the trap of trying to replace or supplant him. Eleven tried and died. Dishonorably. He reasons ill who say that Vaishnavas die when they are living still in sound. May Lord Narahari protect me. So he wrote like this. And this is not just, um, <clears throat> of course, this is a testimony of this Bhajahari Prabhu. But we have testimony of our own Sundar Gopal Prabhu as well. So this he told us many times. So those who know Sundar Gopal Prabhu um, well enough, uh, they will know this uh, incident. This was in 1983. <coughs> so, at that time, Sundukopal Prabhu was in um, Dallas, Houston, Houston, Texas. So, there he was working under the you know, Tamal Krishna Goswami because he was part of his con then. So, he was directly with Tamal Krishna Goswami and he was you know eating in the same room and you know they were conversing like friends, but still, Tamal Krishna was considered the senior. And because Sundukopal Prabhu got the first initiation from Srila Prabhupada. And second initiation, he got from Hamsadutta Swami in 1981 or 2 or something. And then he rejected him. I mean, because Hamsadutta was completely crazy. He was completely intoxicated and he was stealing things and everything. And then so many problems he created here. He was a GBC for Singapore. And Prabhu got very fed up with him. And then he left. Actually, Prabhu left Singapore, disgusted with him. And um, he went to India... And then he worked under, you know, his con authorities there for one and a half years. And then for one and a half years, so total three years he was out. So, two, 1982, he left Singapore and 1985, he came back. So, in those three years, first one and a half years was in India. And then the next one and a half years was in the States, United States. So, when he was in the United States, he was actually running the Houston Temple and under the guidance of um, Tamal Krishna Goswami. So, at that time... Tamal Krishna and Sunugopal Prabhu, he was, they were both 
uh, in the same room. So Tamal Krishna Swami Goswami was asking him, um, you know, I think uh, because that second initiation was not really good because Amsudha Swami went berserk. So you need to take uh, second initiation and uh, why don't you take from me? He said. Then Sundagopal Prabhu said, uh, no, I, I, in my heart, uh, I, I only have Prabhupada. Then Tamal Krishna got so upset. He said, your heart is so small that you only have place for Prabhupada. He said this. Sunagopal Prabhu. Your heart is so small that you only have place for Prabhupada. This is the words of Tamal Krishna Goswami in the room. And Sunagopal Prabhu went in tears when he said that. And then Tamal Krishna says, he went on saying, all Prabhupada disciples must be reinitiated. He said this also. Right in the same room. So, this is the mood of the so-called gurus. Although they say, ah, we are followers of Prabhupada, you know, we are this, that. But inside, this is their mood. This is their mood. You see, Jayadvata Swami, how he spoke. What respect he has. Did ever Srila Prabhupada spoke about Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur like this? Huh? What respect you have for your guru that, you know, you mock about Jayadvata Prabhupada, you know, when somebody is chanting. What is this? Huh? This is not even disciple. This is demon. A demon. So, this demoniac mentality was there. Hmm. And that is actually perpetrating this whole nonsense in Iskon. That Prabhupada, you know, even uh, that so-called Bhaktivika Swami's disciples that I was corresponding with, they were also saying that you have to understand Prabhupada in the context of the parampara. You have to understand Prabhupada from Shastra. Prabhupada will never go against Shastra. He never went against Shastra. But they are trying to check Prabhupada that using that argument, they say, oh, that's why Ritvik system, because it was never uh, in the Shastra, never before done. So, therefore, oh, Prabhupada would have never meant it that way. Would have never meant it. So, they are not about as it is. As it is means just follow the Chalayanand letter and the whole directive. Just follow straight. But no, as it would have been, as it should have been, as it would like, as we would like it to be. These these things, this is what their movement is. It's not as it is movement. So, everything just assumptions. Oh, Prabhupada would not have thought, what you know the mind of Paramahamsa Prabhupada is. Eh? When he has clearly told his, his intentions, what do you need to speculate? But these people speculate. And then they have come up all these things. So, they try to minimize Prabhupada and you know, um, pure devotee, what is the meaning of pure devotee? All these things they say. Okay, let's keep that for keep keep that on hold. So this was the um, incident of Sundagopal Prabhu's experience with Tamal Krishna Goswami. Okay, this you can ex- you can see what is the ISKCON's mood, uh, especially the the leadership of ISKCON. What is their mood internally? Although externally they will say, yes, yes, Prabhupada, Prabhupada, you know they have Prabhupada Murti and everything. And then they start to fall. In the beginning, all to 11 of them, 11 Ritviks, right? They assumed full-fledged Mahabhagavad Guru status and had full Vyasasans and Prabhu. Sunugopal Prabhu told us that when he went to Mayapur, he had to, they were like, you know, if you go to Mayapur now, there is a Vyasasan for Prabhupada. So, they had a Vyasasan for Prabhupada and then they had 11 Vyasasans and all the 11 Swamis were sitting all the 11 gurus were sitting on each of the Vyasasans, big, big. And every single devotee has to, you know, we offer flowers to Prabhupada, Prabhupada's feet and the Guru Puja. So, when Guru Puja is happening, he had to, you know, throw flowers at 11 
uh, gurus and bow down to each one of them and they will see whether you are offering full obeisances, full dandavat or panchanga, you know, half-half or shashtanga or ashtanga. Uh, shashtanga dandavat or uh, panchanga dandavat, you know, like half dandavat, uh, half or full. So, which one half, which one full, they are counting all this. Oh, this person is, you know, he paid full over there and half here, you know, that means this person has some uh, envious attitude towards me. This is all, what they were doing. And uh, when they offer flowers, you know what they were doing? Everybody was singing Guru Puja song. So, all the devotees were in line. And whether it was Prabhupada's disciples, who were actually their god brothers, they also had to put the flowers at their feet. Not just the disciples. Prabhupada's disciples, who were god brothers of this, they also had to put flowers at their feet and bow down to each one of them. Uh, and these people will be like this. Huh? And then when everybody was offering so many flowers, and then they will take the flowers and then they will throw at each other, you know, game like a like a, a play, you know, like a like a game. This was what they were doing when you know, Guru system was going on. That was the beginning. And then this incident happened where Bhagavan, Bhagavan, uh, one of the gurus who fell down, so he was, um, his disciple was doing the Arati. And then, um, because when they do the guru, you know, Arati, then his picture will be there. No? So, you have to offer the Arati to, to the guru and then our Parampara and then all the deities and then after the Vaishnavas. And then that Arati, that light, the lamp is shown to everybody and everybody, you know, takes the blessings, Prasadam lamp. So, this lamp was being passed around and when it came to Bhagavan, then he looked at the person who brought it to him. What is this? Lamp, Guru Maharaj's lamp. Don't you know that my disciple has already offered me the lamp in the altar? My picture is there. That picture is non-different from me. I have already accepted the lamp. Why are you offering this? That you have not understood Guru Tattva. Then uh, Bhagwan's uh, <laughs> God brother, he saw, Prabhupada's, another Prabhupada disciple, he saw this. Okay, when time comes, I will show. Then Prasadam time came. So again, Bhagwan, Bhagwan's disciple offered the bhog. And then after Prasadam came out, then he was sitting for Prasadam. So everybody was put a plate. Then this, this God brother of Bhagwan. He made sure that he will not get a plate. Then he was asking, where is my plate? Then this God brother said, uh, Maharaj, you already accepted the food inside the altar, right? So why do you need this? You don't need this. Uh, then he understood his mistake. Simply trying to imitate when they are not on the platform, they will completely you know, bring a ruination. They will make a joke of themselves. And that's what they are doing now. Uh, so, <laughs> this is the story that happened. So, and then 1986, the day which was, I mean, the year which was 500th anniversary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance, three sannyasis, three of the gurus fell. Hmm? Fell. Biggest shock in Iskon. Until then, they were worshipped as Mahabhagavat Uttama Adhikari, devotees of the highest platform. That much worship they have gotten. So, everybody understood Guru is, means that platform because that's what, that was what was taught by Prabhupada. Guru means Uttam Adhikari. So, when these people assumed as Gurus, everybody, you know, naive, very naively they accepted them, them as Uttam Adhikaris. But they did not see the faults. Of course, they could see the faults. Some of them. But the others, with the newcomers, they could not see much. And, you know, they oh, very nice, Guru Maharaj, this, that, this, that. And this way it started. And one by one, they fell down. You know, one went away with, I think, the, the first three were Bhagwan. <laughs> this person who refused to take the Arati lamp 
and then um, there was Bhavananda and Harikesh. So all these left. I mean, fell down. Bhavananda left. And then after that, all, one by one, one by one, all of them. One went to homosexuality, one went to pedophile, one went to uh, Kirtananda Swami was another one. So he was a pedophile, big pedophile. And he was also murder. In 1983, there were murders of two devotees. In 1986, there was murder of another devotee, Sulochan Prabhu. And in 1983, was Chakradhari and uh, I forget the name. So they, they were murdered in the new Vrindavan farm. Um, and the big guru of today even was involved there in that in that conspiracy. And there is a book also by, what is that? Killing for Krishna. There was a book released by one of the, uh, what is that? Uh, Bhaktas who was there at that time. So he wrote a book recently that how, you know, this murder murders happened. And one, the, the person who involved there is now a big guru in Iskon. So, in this way, it is going on. Going on. And then so many things happened. Child abuse happened. The Gurukul. Prabhupada said the Gurukul, you know, we have to have a Gurukul. The Gurukul children were raped. Boys and girls together. I mean, the things that happened in the name of a spiritual institution, we should not even, should not, would have never happened even in an ordinary material institution. That bad. It's like a sinister movement it became. So dark. The dark ages of Iskon. And then after that, you know, so many, until now, about 50 of them officially have fallen down, officially. Who have unofficially fallen down, that is not recorded as a fall down. But fall down happened, but it's not recorded. 50 of them officially fell down. So that is the record as of now. I could have brought out all the names and what they have done and all that, but I don't want to go into that. Because, yes, that is honesty. It is what has happened. But then our flavor should, uh, what the flavor of our presentation is that, how we can understand that if we try to disobey Srila Prabhupada, we are asking for complete disaster. Complete disaster. And that's what is happening in Iskon. We need to, you know, um, go back to following the instructions of Srila Prabhupada to the letter. So that's the whole point. Now, let's go to, let's go to the laws. Did I say anything? Okay. Mm. Maybe because, I mean, before the law, we will go into one other thing, one other contention that they say that Srila Prabhupada is the preeminent Shiksha Guru and these disciples are, I mean, his disciples are the Diksha Guru who give the name. I think we have already covered this yesterday. So, yeah. So, so, as we know, Diksha means divya, Divyam Jnanam Yatoda Dhyat Kuryat Papasya Sankshayam Tatha Dikshet Isa Prokta Deshikai Tattva Kovidai Jiva Goswami said in the Bhakti Sandarbha, verse 283. So, Diksha means the transference of spiritual knowledge and the elimination of sinful reactions. That is Diksha. Diksha Kale uh, Bhakta Kore Atma Samarpan, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. So, at the time of Diksha, the disciple, the devotee offers himself up as a disciple to the Guru. Now, let's go to the law book. Iskon law book. Many things are mentioned here. It's a 118-page PDF. So many things are mentioned. But now we will go to the uh, Guru part and see...
Okay, I do not know if you can. This is, I think, maybe a little small. Maybe that's a little better. Qualifications of Guru in Iskon. So, here it is said. The following are the minimum qualifications necessary to be approved as a Diksha or Siksha Guru in ISKCON. What is this minimum qualification and all that? See, we have already so much information we have seen the qualification of a... Just a second, I think I will just move this screen a little bit. Okay, so that... You see, there is no minimum qualification. Qualification of all the Gurus. Bhagavad Saraswati Thakur wrote a song about all the param, I mean the, the whole parampara. And in the ninth verse, he says there, he listed all the 32 names in the Sampradaya. Of course, at his time it was 31 names. Prabhupada is the 32nd. So, he mentioned from Krishna, Brahma, Narada, Vyasa, all. And then, when he, you know, reached to the end, he says, Ihara Paramahamsa. All of them are Paramahamsas. None of them are, you know, like a minimum, what is this? Minimum qualifications. What is this minimum qualifications? You see, there is no such thing as minimum qualification. Every, all of them are Paramahamsa. They have to be Paramahamsa. Otherwise, they cannot be in a Parampara system. Okay. So, see what is the point? They must be an initiated disciple for at least 10 years. Must be strictly following the four principles, including morning program and 16 rounds daily. Must have not fallen down within 5 years. You know, must evince no tendency toward moral turpitude in his present or past activities, must be free from the following undesirable qualities, Kamini Kanchana, the devil in the form of sex objects and wealth, Pratishtha, false prestige and personal ambition, Nishiddhachar, behavior contrary to religious principles and all this, must have excelled in preaching activities and all. And here, this is what I want to show you. must recognize the GBC as the ultimate managing authority in ISKCON. Support the GBC system and follow the GBC. Whereas, GBC is actually an, the, uh, the highest ecclesiastical body within ISKCON. Ecclesiastical means the, the, you know, the clergyman as they say. The one who, you know, like a committee. So, uh, Prabhupada already said that um, Jiva Goswami says in the, we will go to that verse. See, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adilila, 1.35 Mantra Guru Arjata Shiksha Guru Gan Tahar Charan Age Koriye Vandan I first of all offer my respectful obeisance at the lotus feet of my initiating spiritual master and all my instructing spiritual masters. So, this is Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami. Now we see, I'll, I'll point you to one thing. You see here. A devotee must have only one initiating spiritual master. Because in the scriptures, acceptance of more than one is always forbidden. Now, in, in ISKCON, there is re-initiation. You have to, you know, 
If the guru falls down, then you have to get reinitiated by another guru. Hmm? But this is not, you see, only one initiating spiritual master. There is no limit, however, to the number of instructing spiritual masters one may accept. Generally, a spiritual master who constantly instructs a disciple in spiritual science becomes his initiating spiritual master later on. So, similarly, in our case, our, our transcendental, our um, knowledge is coming from Srila Prabhupada's books. Constantly, he is preaching to us and he will be our initiating spiritual master. Others are instructing. And... See, one who is not properly initiated, one who is not properly initiated may present himself as a great devotee, but in fact he is sure to encounter many stumbling blocks on the on his path of progress towards spiritual realization. So, if you are not initiated, this will be our fate, and that's what Iskon is offering. <laughs> and you see here. Such a helpless person is compared to a ship without a rudder, for such a ship cannot never reach its destination. <laughs> if you have a guru, if your initiation is not proper, then you have a ship without a rudder and will never reach the destination. And they, in Iskon, they have concocted a different philosophy. They said, no, it is a broken bus philosophy. Broken bus philosophy. That means, they said, if a guru, you have, initi- you have become initiated by some guru, and um, after some time, that guru fell down. Now, what will happen to the disciple? Huh? Because he was asked to worship the guru as good as God, Sakshad Hari. That is also there in the law book. You have to worship the guru as good as God. Okay. So, um, what will happen to the disciple? Huh? Then they came with this another philosophy, broken bus philosophy. That means, when you are going in a journey, in a bus, and when the, when the bus goes and halfway it will break down, you know, it breaks down and it doesn't move anymore. Then, that much, whatever, suppose the this total distance of the journey is 100 kilometers. Suppose at 30 kilometers, the bus broke down. Now, that 30 kilometers of journey is intact. So, your bus broken down, just take another bus and then go to further. And then if it, that, that bus breaks down at 45 kilometers, then take another bus until you reach 100 kilometers. Huh? You take different different buses and it's a breakdown, bus breakdown philosophy. But here Prabhupada is saying, it is a ship without the rudder. It will not reach its destination. It will not move anywhere. Um, they have, you see, they, how they have concocted their philosophies. Um, this is not I am saying, this Bhakti Vidya Purna Maharaj, he is a big you know, Gurukul teacher you know, in Mayapur. He said this philosophy, uh, bus breakdown philosophy. Recently, few years back. You see, if there is no chance to serve the spiritual master directly, a devotee should serve him by remembering his instructions. This is what Prabhupada asks us to do. There is no difference between the spiritual master's instructions and the spiritual master himself. In his absence, therefore, his words of direction should be the pride of the disciple. If one thinks that he is above consulting anyone else, including a spiritual master, he is at once an offender at the lotus feet of the Lord. Such an offender can never go back to Godhead. You see this, If one thinks that he is above consulting anyone else, including a spiritual master. So, if they don't consult a spiritual master, like Vyasadeva, when he had a, you know, he, he was depressed because he wrote so much Vedic literature, but he was not happy. Then Narad Muni immediately came, his spiritual master, you see. And he consulted him, why am I feeling like this? Then Narad Muni said, you have not written a scripture which will purely 
glorify Hari, Hari's pastimes, Krishna's pastimes. So, oh, that, is, was, that was my fault. He has written so many Vedic literatures, Vedas, Puranas, Upanishads, this, that, so many, voluminous literature. But he said, oh, you have not written a pure scripture only concerning Krishna's pastimes and his devotees' pastimes. Oh, that is a mistake. Okay. Then he started writing the Srimad Bhagavatam. So, he consulted the Guru. So, when they don't consult the Guru, like here, their system is completely without consultation. Whatever they are doing, in fact, they, they admitted in the, there, there was a position paper they had, Gurus and Initiations in ISKCON, G-I-I. So, in that they said, this, this system of voting of Gurus, you know, the, Gurus will be voted by the GBC, who is, uh, you can apply, you have, there is an application form, you can apply for yourself for a Guru post and then that candidate uh, will be voted by the members of the GBC. And if he, re, if he gets, I think, a two-third uh, vote, two-third majority, uh, then he will be um, accepted. And if he has a no-objection certificate, everything he has to get. So, so much application form is there, for, uh, procedure is there, application procedure for becoming Guru. I mean, come on, come on, where is this even? So, they themselves said, this voting system and all this is, is actually nowhere to be found in Guru, Sadhu and Shastra. They themselves said, when they were instituting the system, but still they went on. This is their system. You see, Sri Jiva Goswami advises that one not accept a spiritual master in terms of hereditary or customary social and ecclesiastical conventions. This ecclesiastical means this 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 committee, you know, this this uh, um, you know, like a church. They also have this ecclesiastical society. So that committee will you know like appoint somebody with vote. These are all completely. You see, Jiva Goswami said we should not accept such a guru who is according to ecclesiastical conventions voting. One should simply try to find a genuinely qualified spiritual master for actual advancement in spiritual understanding. But by Srila Prabhupada's mercy, we don't need to search anymore. Srila Prabhupada is there for us. Alright, going back to the law. Must recognize the GBC. I am so sorry that the, that the font size is quite smaller than the previous one, but I hope it is visible. Must recognize the GBC as the ultimate managing and authority. Support the GBC system and follow the GBC. Everything is about GBC. Whether GBC follows Prabhupada, that's another thing. Hmm? Then, these are discretionary qualifications. You know, these qualifications should be applied when appropriate and as far as possible. They should hold a Bhakti Vedanta or Bhakti Vaibhava degree. You know, all these things. You know, a self-effulgent spiritual master, he is already a spiritual master. He, he does not need all these rules. There is no such thing. This is all invented. Uttama Adhikari means, like Prabhupada, did you go through some examination, application form, no. Guru ordered and he became. That's it. Hmm. <laughs> Vimal Krishna Prabhu is asking, when you start, start reading out the law book, I laughed out. Is it offensive? No, it is not. I mean, it, it is actually, you know, it, it is, it, some people call it a, not a law book, it is a joke book. Joke book, you know, it's called joke book. So, um, you see, Endorsement by area council. He has to get an endorsement by area council. Huh? Then composition of council. Or council con- should consist of what? And then principles of evaluation. They will, then there is evaluation going on. They should evaluate. Okay. 
the council should evaluate the candidate according to the qualifications for guru given by Shri Prabhupada in his oral and written writings and by the GBC body in its standards and guidelines. And then provision for no objection letters. They have to get no objection letter. You see, if the candidate has resided for less than 5 years in the area making a nomination, the recommending council shall ob- obtain no objection letters from the GBC and temple presidents of the areas the candidate resided in, in during the 5 years previous to his recommendation. <clears throat> now, even more things start now. This is just a warm up only. Let's see how much now it will go. How, how bad it will go now. Just wait for it. You see, a veto. Objections veto. Three GBC objections veto candidate. Any member of the GBC who has a misgiving concerning the suitability of a candidate or who would prefer the matter to be discussed, that means there is an application of a guru. This, okay, suppose this person has wanting to become guru and he has filled out the application form and you know all the procedures, no objection certificate, whatever he has has gotten and submitted. Now, the GBC members, they will vote and if somebody doesn't agree that this person should be a, um, you know, guru, so they have to give a no, a veto candidate, I mean veto and if three persons give that thing, then he cannot be a guru. So, that's the, that's the this thing. So, any member of the GBC who has a misgiving concerning the suitability of a candidate or who would prefer the matter to be discussed and decided by the GBC body has 6 months from his date of notification to file a written statement of non-approval with the GBC corresponding secretary. If the corresponding secretary receives at least 3 letters of non-approval, the candidate shall not take up the role of guru and his candidacy shall be considered by the GBC body at its next annual general meeting. His guru is waiting in line but unfortunately cannot become guru because of some problems. Okay. Then more, okay, vows of a guru. What is the vows of a guru? <coughs> he has to take a vow. Then, standards of conduct for gurus and ISKCON. Alright, you know. Okay, now, again, standards in relation to the GBC body. The first point, you see, must respect the GBC as Srila Prabhupada's chosen successor as the ultimate managing authority of ISKCON and maintain a respectful serving attitude towards the GBC. Again, they are making this, uh, uh, it's alright, as long as the GBC is following Prabhupada and if they really follow Prabhupada, there would be no gurus, this whole rubbish wouldn't have been there in the law book. You know, Ah, you see, Guru. ISKCON spiritual authority refers to temple presidents, regional secretaries, local GBC zonal secretaries and those of similar st- similar stature. So, Guru has to follow these things. Must be accountable to the local ISKCON authorities for his actions. Must cooperate with local author- ISKCON authorities. Must not initiate any devotee who has not received proper recommendation from the appropriate ISKCON spiritual authority. Must instruct disciple and other devotees to cooperate with ISKCON authorities. Must avoid confront. I mean, do these things need to be told to a Uttama Adhikari? My question is this. If you are telling all these things means, huh? Huh? The, means the, the person is not qualified. He doesn't know what to do. He has to look at a law book and see what to do. A spiritual master knows what to do. He is genius. And like Prabhupada, he changed 16 rounds. He knows. 
he knows he is guided by Krishna directly and by his through his own spiritual master. That is the position. He cannot be imitated at any time. You know. Um, okay, next go to even I mean thing real thing hasn't come yet. Okay, now it is coming. Monitoring of gurus by the GBC. Now the gurus have to be monitored. Annual reports. Each GBC member must submit a form annually to the executive committee indicating briefly the status of all approved ISKCON gurus normally residing, regularly preaching or initiating in his zone. The executive committee will assign a GBC member or members for monitoring each guru. Emergency reports. If any approved guru has, number one, taken reinitiation or shelter of a non-ISKCON guru or institution, two, rejected ISKCON or Srila Prabhupada, or three, undergone a change of service or of ashram or of living condition, living situation, which the local GBC member feels threatens to hamper the approved guru's ability to give guidance or to set proper standard of conduct for disciples, and the GBC member shall submit an emergency report to the executive committee. If possible, this report shall include a written statement from the guru in question. Guru in question. <laughs> is, you know, guru's conduct is above all doubt. Pure conduct. But this is guru in question. So, as to his intentions in regard to his disciples and his devotional service. Okay, now, sanctioning of gurus by the GBC. The GBC body may apply any of the following sanctions against a guru for misconduct. How is that? There are rules. Huh? Guru for misconduct. What will happen? Warning. First, first level is warning. Guru gives the warning. No. Or censure. That means chastisement. The guru will... <laughs> if a guru... so. First thing is warning. If a guru is found deviating from or neglecting spiritual practices, but the deviation or negligence is not very severe or habitual, or if a guru is transgressing the approved standards and guidelines for guru behavior, such as canvassing for disciples, etc., the guru should be warned or censured confidentially. He should be chastised confidentially. Then probation period. If the warnings are not heeded, suppose after warning, the Guru did not listen to those warnings. If the warnings are not heeded, uh, or if the Guru, or sorry, or if the de- deviation or neglect of spiritual practices are of a more serious nature, or if the transgressions of Guru codes of behavior are serious and habitual, the Guru may be put under probation. <laughs> with specific conditions which regulate the, his Guru functions, including temporary withdrawal of authorization to initiate new devo- disciples, he will be suspended. No, no, this is temporary withdrawal. In addition, he may be given general recommendations or specific activities to perform as a part of a program for his rectification and eventual reinstatement. So, some punishment. Okay, you do this, uh, then you can initiate again. Okay, uh, like you know, as if you are treating like a primary school student. You know? uh, don't don't do nonsense. Okay, uh, good boy, like that. You know what is this? Then suspension. If a guru blatantly ignores the terms of probation or repeatedly breaks one of one or more of the regulative principles or acts in a manner which seriously and harmfully disregards existing ISKCON or GBC policies or leaves his ashram of sannyas without authorization. That means you can leave the sannyas with authorization. Looks like. If he leaves his ashram of sannyas without, without authorization or leaves the association of devotees and the ISKCON movement or completely deviates from standard sadhana he may be suspended. 
If a guru is suspended, he cannot give initiation or maintain an absolute siksha position in relation with his disciples, disciples, nor be introduced as a spiritual master, nor perform his guru functions such as re- receiving guru puja or the acceptance of dakshina. After that, you know, if he falls down like this, you know, then he cannot accept guru puja also. His disciples cannot offer him guru puja. Uh, they must stop chanting his mantra also. That is also there later you will see. Then removal. Finally, after suspension, removal. If a guru becomes openly inimical to Srila Prabhupada or ISKCON, now that Jayadvata Swami, which was the video you saw, openly inimical, but still you see, he was not removed. He is saying only, there are saying. If a guru becomes openly inimical to Srila Prabhupada or ISKCON or acts otherwise demonically, how can, how, can, <laughs> how can a guru act demonically? Or becomes an impersonalist, Mayavadi, or preaches the unauthorized philosophy of Apasampradaya groups against Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's principles or blatantly and consistently defies ISKCON and GBC policies, or if a guru's attachment to sense gratification is serious, prolonged or hopeless, then as per Shastrik injunction, as per Shastrik injunction, he shall be removed from his position as Diksha or Siksha Gurus. How do you like this? You look at what is the example we have seen in Prabhupada's books and what they are showing here. I mean, a disciple, when you are taking initiation, you are not supposed to break principles and you promise there that I don't. And here is a guru who is breaking principles and there are policies how to handle him. That means he is not even fit to be a disciple first. He has fallen to a point where he cannot be even a disciple properly. And he is a guru. How can that be possible? Huh? <laughs> Guru's attachment to sense gratification is serious, prolonged or hopeless. Guru hopeless. He is supposed to give hope to all disciples. Prabhupada said, I will take you back home, back to Godhead. Just like the, see, the conversation we said. What we saw? Maya will not touch you. Prabhupada is saying, not only he is not touched by Maya, Maya cannot touch him, but whoever follows him, Maya will not touch him also. That is Guru. Here, Gurus are hopeless. Huh? I mean, what is this hopeless word for Guru? That's why they call it a joke book, hmm? not law book. Then as per Shastra conjunction, that too, now Shastra is coming. He shall be removed from his position as Diksha or Siksha Gurus. Then, renunciation of Guru responsibilities. If a Guru becomes hopelessly entangled in sense, <laughs> hopelessly entangled in sense gratification or material attachments and is unable to function or continue acting as spiritual master for his disciples, he may renounce his position by giving written notice to the GBC. He must write written notice to GBC with a request for the GBC to give him direction. Uh, sorry, with a request for the GBC to give direction to his disciples for their further advancement in Krishna consciousness. If a guru feels, for other reasons, that he is unable to function or ser- continue acting as a spiritual master for his disciples, he should submit his case to the GBC to receive direction for himself and his disciples. That means it's a resignation policy for a guru here. You see, hopelessly entangled in sense gratification or material attachments. Now, when we see the definition of Guru, just to, just to make it a very contrasting definitions of what is a pure devotee. Let's look at this verse. 11.250 Bhagavatam Nakama karma bijanam yasya cheta sisambhavaha vasudevaika nilaya savai bhagavatottamaha One who has taken exclusive shelter of the Supreme Lord Vasudev becomes free from fruitive activities which are based on material lust. In fact, one who has taken shelter of the lotus feet of the Lord is freed from even the desire to enjoy 
sense gratification. You see, free from even the desire to enjoy materials. Plans for enjoying sex life, social prestige and money cannot develop within his mind. Thus, he is considered Bhagavata Uttama, pure devotee of the Lord on the highest platform. The influence of material nature cannot harm an enlightened soul even though he engages in material activities. You see, the influence of material nature cannot harm an enlightened soul. Not that, you know, the, the, sometimes they are saying like this. You know, some of the gurus, they said, when they fell down, when the, this particular Swami fell down, he said, what to do, you know, I, this is Kali Yuga, you know, after all, Kali Yuga is very strong. You know, Maya is very strong in Kali Yuga. And uh, I have lost taste for chanting. It has become very dry after 40 years of chanting. And you know who that is? Satsvarup Das Goswami. He has said it online, written. The chanting has become dry. And he has written a sex novel called Sanatorium. You can search on the internet. Sanatorium, written by Satsvarup Das Goswami. I mean, I actually do not, do not want to go into names naming each person but I mean uh, just th- these are the things that are happening you know but here he said cannot harm an enlightened soul he's not in Ma- not only he's in Ma- not in Maya Prabhupada said you Maya will not touch you he's giving assurance to his disciples also you follow my instructions stick to the principles Maya will not touch you that is Guru hmm. all right let's go back to the law Specifically, outlawed doctrines and practices. Here is a posthumous Ritvik doctrine. This is a outlawed doctrines and practices within Iskon. Posthumous, you know, after the death of the spiritual master. They consider Prabhupada dead. Hmm? No Iskon devotee shall advocate or support its practice. See, the doctrine that Srila Prabhupada continues to initiate <coughs> direct Diksha disciples after his departure from this world through officiating priests, Ritviks, is a dangerous philosophical deviation, which Prabhupada actually sanctioned. That is a dangerous philosophical deviation. But what they are doing is not at all dangerous. It is not at all deviation. It is exactly according to Shastra. You know, according to Shastra, you see here, huh? as per Shastric injunction, he shall be removed from his position as Diksha and Sakshagurus. That is according to Shastra. But the system that Prabhupada gave in a written form, that is a dangerous philosophical deviation. Look at this. It is totally prohibited in Iskon. No devotee shall participate in such posthumous Ritvik initiation, ser- initiation ceremonies in any capacity, including acting as Ritvik, initiate, assistant, organizer or financer. No Iskon devotee shall advocate or support its practice. Hmm? Okay, this is about etiquette. Guru under suspension. No public worship. <laughs> hmm? A guru who is suspended for some, you know, all this nonsense that he is doing, there should be no public worship. See, punishment. There should be no public worship of a guru who is under suspension by the GBC. Disciples offering arati. While performing arati to the deities, a disciple of a suspended guru. <laughs> I don't know. This is according to Shastra. This is not deviation. They don't, you see how Maya has bewildered them. That they can't see that 
these words are completely deviated whereas the Prabhupada what he said that is a big philosophical view. see how Maya has bewildered them completely while performing Aarti to the deities a disciple of a suspended Guru should offer the various articles through Srila Prabhupada to the disciplic succession oh now you can offer through Prabhupada now you can offer through Prabhupada because uh, you know when, when we are doing Aarti the the, the uh, procedure is first you have to you know do the Aarti for Prabhupada and then Bhaktisiddhanta Guru and Paramaguru and then uh, you know show to the disciplic succession and Gauranita you know or Panchasattva deities and then you know Krishna you know like this and then finally to the Vaishnavas but so one has to start with one spiritual master so if the disciple of a suspended Guru after the Guru has been suspended then he has to first offer the light to Prabhupada until then he cannot offer to Prabhupada he is not qualified he is not qualified to offer light to or arti to Prabhupada but he becomes qualified when his guru becomes suspended because of some you know some uh, <laughs> some sense gratificatory activities when he has fallen down uh, then he will become qualified to offer arti to Prabhupada look at this Disciples offering bhoga. When offering bhoga to the deities in the temple or outside the temple in Iskon establishments like restaurants, a disciple of a suspended guru must offer through Srila Prabhupada to the disciple succession. Now you see it will be accepted by Krishna if you offer through Prabhupada. But when Ritviks offer through Prabhupada, that, that, that will not be accepted by the Krishna. No, that is offense. That is completely philosophical deviation. But a disciple of a suspended guru must offer through Srila Prabhupada to the disciple succession. He becomes qualified. But uh, Ritviks are not qualified. Look at this. Disciples offering obeisances. While offering obeisances in a public place, a disciple of a suspended guru should recite Srila Prabhupada's Pranam Mantra and should chant mantras to the suspended guru silently or not at all. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say. You see, <laughs> disciple of a suspended guru, I mean, huh? should recite Srila Prabhupada's Pranam Mantra. Until then you are not qualified to chant Prabhupada's Pranam Mantra. When the Guru has been suspended, yes, then you can chant Prabhupada's Pranam Mantra and should chant the mantras to the suspended Guru silently. Not loudly. Or not at all. If you don't feel like you know chanting, don't chant. Murtis of Gurus inside the Iskon uh, temple room. There shall be no establishment of Murtis in any Iskon temple room of Iskon Gurus subsequent to Srila Prabhupada in succession. By their own law, the murtis, the, the, the murtis of their gurus are not allowed. Look at this. Big devotees and gurus, murtis not allowed. Then guidelines, another guidelines. Rejection of a fallen guru. Just now it was guidelines for what to do with a suspended guru. Now completely rejection when the guru has, you know, like, that's it, he's hopeless, no more. He cannot come back anymore. Suspension means, you know, just for a while suspended uh, after that resume and actually Tamal Krishna was suspended by the way in 1980 when he confessed that yeah actually Prabhupada never you know issued uh, 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 order to become gurus he just issued 11 rituals he said that because he was suspended for one year he cannot initiate any more disciples in the suspended period GBC suspended him that's why he came up and you know said you know actually Prabhupada never uh, issued guru when he started the whole nonsense when he was suspended then he said, no, no, actually Prabhupada never said any gurus. Then he spoke the truth. Mm. But then they said, no, 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 no. <coughs> They, they uh, lifted the suspension. Then he went back to his gurus, um, guru business.
Now, rejection of a fallen guru. So, I am showing this so that you will know what options you have. On one side, you have Prabhupada. Perfect guru. You are assured of going back to Godhead. Maya will not touch you if you follow Prabhupada. On the other side, you have these gurus. You can choose. You, you, there are many, about 100 of them. You can choose whichever you want. But these conditions apply. Terms and condition. TNC apply. <laughs> Rejection of a fallen guru. The following laws are based on Sri Krishna Bhajanamrit by Sri Narahari Sarkar and associate of Sri Chaitanya. Bhakti Sandarbha by Sri Jiva Goswami and Jaiva Dharma by Sri Bhaktivinoda Thakur in addition to the writings of so, for now, so they are no more taking Prabhupada's words as all in all. Prabhupada says, if you want to understand the parampara, you have to understand through me. I, I needed to actually show that, but I did not take it out. You have to understand through me the parampara. You cannot understand. Bhaktivika Swami's disciples, they say, in fact, he also says the same thing. He says, and they say, his, his chief disciple, Keshwananda Prabhu, wrote to me. And I am going to make a video on that, on what he wrote to me and what is our reply to him. In fact, eight months have passed since that he wrote to me, but I haven't um, had the time to reply. It was such a hilarious thing. I will just mention one of his, what he said. But, okay. Um, so, basically, they are taking advice from some previous... Ash- In fact, this Narahari Sarkar, Sri Krishna Bhajanamrit, in that, he said, yes, if some guru, you know, is, is, is fallen, you know, is... He's not acting, then he, you know, he has to be corrected and all this. But then he said, all these teachings, you must confirm with your own spiritual master before accepting these instructions mentioned. You have to first consult with your own spiritual master. So, Prabhupada, did Prabhupada say anything of these things? No, he did not. Because, um, yes, as Prabhupada said in the NOI, Nectar of Instruction, verse 5, purport, second and third class devotees also can accept disciples, but such disciples will not advance very much under his insufficient guidance and therefore one must be careful to accept only an Uttam Adhikarya's Guru. Hmm. So, he did not leave that as an option. He must, you must accept an Uttam Adhikarya. Although, like Narahari Sarkar mentioned something about, you know, what if the Guru becomes fallen, especially Siksha Guru, usually sometimes maybe, you know, may, may go wayward. But even if Diksha Guru, but if that Guru was authorized by his Guru and he was only on a second class platform, if that was these scenarios were there, then all these things apply. And even then, he said, the verse that they quote to support their claim from Narahari Sarkar, in two verses after that, I should have brought out the whole that, that whole context. So, Narahari Sarkar himself says, but before accepting all these things, you must first consult with your Guru whether you want to, you know, you have to accept all these things. So, first of all, Prabhupada, we have to see whether Prabhupada introduced any of these principles or not. No, in Prabhupada's books, everything is straight. Even Rupa Goswami said in the Nectar of Devotion that uh, one must worship Ganesh before worshipping, you know, Krishna. Everybody, every devotee should worship Lord Ganesh, you know. But Srila Prabhupada said, um, no, he did not institute this. He does not that he is against Rupa Goswami. Rupa Goswami's uh, injunction is pakka, he is correct. But he knew the, the mentality of the people. They will go into demigod worship in this way. So, he did not want that. So, Rupa Goswami's intentions are one. Like even, for example, Bhaktivinoda Thakur's house. There is Gopishwar Shiva. He worshipped Gopishwar Shiva. He worshipped. But not as a, you know, like a demigod. He's a Vaishnav. So, pure devotees, you know, they, they do this thing. But we can't. We don't know. We sometimes fall into this trap of demigod worship again. Mm. So, he did not want all these things. He knew 
how the age will be contaminating. So, according to our time, place and circumstance, as Veera Raghav Acharya said in the purport of Kanto 4, Chapter 8, Text 54, Srila Prabhupada quoted Veera Raghav Acharya, the formalities may be adjusted according to time and place and circumstance. So, Srila Prabhupada has given us what is required for the next 10,000 years. There is no need of consulting previous Acharyas without by jumping over Prabhupada and as if he, Prabhupada's teachings are incomplete. Everything that you want to know is already in my book, Srila Prabhupada said. So, why do they need to consult anybody else? No. You, whatever they said, you cannot understand without Srila Prabhupada, through Srila Prabhupada. So, therefore, you have to understand the parampara through me, Prabhupada said. But they want to do the other way around. Bhaktivika Swami said, you have to understand Prabhupada in the context of the parampara. In the context of the parampara. So, you have to, you know, Prabhupada's place, you have to understand properly in the context. No, no, no. Prabhupada said, to understand the parampara, you can only understand through me. And they also want to say that Prabhupada will never go against Shastra. So, from Shastric injunctions, we should see what Prabhupada meant. So, they want to govern Prabhupada's activities by Shastra. Or they want to say that he is, you know, within the... But we have already proven yesterday in the session that Prabhupada is beyond Shastra. And that is confirmed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, by Lord Ramachandra, by Lord Lakshman, by Lord Parashuram. All Supreme Personalities of Godhead. Shastra says... Prabhupada is over beyond the rules and regulations of Shastra when it comes to distributing mercy. When it comes to distributing mercy, that is especially the point that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu made. The point of distributing mercy, the Guru is beyond the regulations of Shastra. And actually this is not against Shastra. What Prabhupada said in this Ritvik system is not at all against Shastra. Shastra says initiation means transference of knowledge and you know the uh, acceptance of, I mean the, the purge, purging of sinful reactions. And all that is happening, transference of knowledge, the, the, you know, and the books are here and the knowledge is passed down and Shikshagurus are advising, you know, according to the instructions of Prabhupada, all, everything is well. What is the need? What is the, what is missing? When Prabhupada was traveling, when he was physically around, when he was traveling and when the disciple could not meet him, what is the difference between that situation and now when he cannot, when, now when we cannot meet him physically? What is the difference? The same books that devotee would have uh, needed to read. And now we need to read the same books. And the same he would have been taking guidance from the temple authorities. Now the same thing. What needed to change? And especially so, when Srila Prabhupada himself instituted the whole Ritvik system and put it in writing. Why you have to disobey all these things and go to some, you know, some previous Acharyas without consulting Prabhupada? We have read that. Without consulting Guru. We have read in the previous conversation today. Uh, without consulting Guru. Uh, it is very dangerous. Okay, now they say, when a fallen Guru, when a fallen Guru may be rejected, it, if it is ascertained either by the admission of the Guru, if the Guru admits himself that I have fallen, or by the testimony of irrefutably re- reliable witnesses, that the Guru was fallen at the time of initiation, then the disciple has a legitimate reason to reject him and take reinitiation from a bona fide spiritual master. Who is that bona fide spiritual master? Another person who would go non bona fide after some time, maybe. Right? Because he may be suspended in a while, maybe. Maybe, who knows? You know? Take reinitiation. And then we have already we have already read just read in the purport of that 135, Adilila, chapter 1, text 35, that one can only have one initiating guru. I can have many siksha gurus, instructing gurus. But you see, they say reinitiation, another siksha guru now. When a fallen guru must be rejected, hopelessly entangled in sense gratification. If a guru 
has become hopelessly entangled in sense gratification and it has been established by reliable testimony or by his own admissions that he has been regularly regularly violating uh, just as we have follow regular we have uh, regulative principles the, regularly if he is violating regulative principles of krishna consciousness and if there is virtually no hope for his rectification then the disciple should reject him and may accept reinitiation i mean do you want this kind of system you want to go into this if you go to iskon this is what you will get this is what you are going to get then hopelessly entangled sense gratification next takes on demonic qualities gurus taking on demonic qualities if the spiritual master takes on demonic qualities and becomes inimical to iskon he should be rejected and disciple may take reinitiation when not to reject a fallen guru hmm if a guru engaged in sense gratification <laughs> Ah, what a what a disgrace to the whole parampara like this, you know. When a guru is engaged in, I mean, ihara paramahamsa, Bhakti Vasudhan Saraswati Thakur has mentioned all the names in the parampara, and he said ihara paramahamsa. And here, if a guru engaged in sense gratification is engaged in sense gratification, violating one or more of the regulative principles, but there is hope, but there is some hope that he can be rectified, then his disciples should not reject him. it is offense offense his disciple should not reject him but should allow time for such rectifi- rectification to take place and they should take shelter of shil prabhupad and senior vaishnavas as shiksha gurus now they become qualified to take shelter of prabhupad you have to so in other words if you want to take shelter of shil prabhupad and go back to godhead because prabhupad's shelter is completely assuring prabhupad said maya will not touch you So, if in Iskon you have to take shelter of Prabhupad, you first choose a guru who is going to fall down. Hmm? Wait for him to fall down or suspended. And when he suspended or fell down hopelessly or you know, takes on demonic qualities, that kind of guru you must take. And then, when he falls down, then you become qualified to take shelter of Prabhupad. And then you can go back to Godhead. How is this program? What do you how how do you find this program? when a suspended guru may be rejected more you know how many laws are there you know how you know a disciple of a suspended guru <laughs> who has severely lost his faith in his spiritual master or who has developed an offensive mentality towards him offensive a suspended guru first of all is suspended and a disciple has developed an offensive mentality towards a suspended guru look at the whole the, i mean look at the whole thing now guru is suspended hopelessly entangled demonic qualities whatever and the disciple has developed offensive mentality it is an offense to you know have some you know something against that guru even though he is suspended you should not reject immediately is offense but if he has developed such an offensive mentality towards him and who is unable to regain his faith even after hearing many instructions in the matter may take permission from the spiritual master he must still take permission from that suspended guru for release otherwise he is you know captured he has to take permission from the already suspended guru for release to accept a different initiating guru and if the suspended guru approves it if he gives his signature okay i approve suspended guru suspended guru is approving that now you can take initiation from another guru uh, he is signing stamp then yes Uh, may take permission from the spiritual master for release to accept a different initiation the devotee should act in consultation with his local gbc representative 
if the suspended guru if the suspended guru withholds his permission permission uh, if the suspended guru withholds his permission then the disciple may seek permission from the gpc body look at this now suspended guru his disciple has developed an offensive mentality towards the suspended guru even then he has to take the permission of suspended guru to leave him he has to sign and stamp but if he refuses no i will not give you permission i am suspended but i will not give you permission to leave me then he may consult gbc body and if the gbc body says no you should not leave him then he has to he the poor boy he has to stay with the suspended guru and the gbc body says okay okay no fine fine no then we will find another guru for you you take bro- broken bus philosophy you have reached until here 30 kilometers next take another guru maybe he will take you until 50 kilometers uh, let's see you know so this is what they are offering and when they sanction the guru when the iskon says this is iskon approved guru they say iskon approved guru that is also mentioned hmm? when the iskon approved guru means it does not automatically mean that this guru is an uttamadhikari or and or he will never fall down it does not mean they themselves say they themselves say that they say it is a, it is upon the 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 onus rests on the disciple on how he uh, chooses his guru he has to be wise enough to choose his guru if you know we have approved these gurus but if you have taken one of those approved gurus and he has fallen down and or he has done something so hopeless and you know demonic qualities or something then we are not responsible as gbc you should have you should have judged yourself properly not my words their words gbc's words hmm? their own words huh? not here um, earlier in the constitution also it is there iskon approved gurus and then they had another book before gii guidelines for initiations and iskon so in that book actually they have mentioned these things then iskon approved guru does not immediately automatically mean that they are actually uttamadhikaris or it does not even mean that they are susceptible um, they may not be susceptible to fall down no it can happen so it is not a guarantee but you can choose at your own risk a devotee guru krishna prasad pai bhakti lata bij the risk of material world maya will not touch you as prabhupad said in the conversation the risk is completely mitigated abhaya charanara vindare the fearless lotus feet the lotus feet which award fearlessness is krishna's lotus feet and one who has taken shelter of krishna's lotus feet he is also the abode of fearlessness like prabhupad but here when you are taking initiation you are taking a risk not fear uh, full of fear not sure whether what will happen to this guru how far he will take me and if the bus breaks down at that point then i'll take another bus if the bus will come or not if this is the proper bus this is going on okay now next guru ashraya for guidance devotees whose initiating spiritual master has fallen down should take guidance from the gbc papers entitled guru ashraya they have some document guru ashraya and questions and answers about reinitiation it is not perfect questions perfect answers it is imperfect questions imperfect imperfect answers total thing is offensive offensive questions and answers these papers also present iskon's guidelines on the importance of taking shelter of a spiritual master and the role of shiksha guru now here they are saying again a devotee must have only one initiating spiritual master they quoting from chaitanya charitamrita shamelessly quoting from chaitanya charitamrita saying that you know devotee must be only having one initiating spiritual master because more than one is always forbidden for so for them is like yeah get de initiated and reinitiated so then you have only one in, in, again otherwise if you are initiated by this and then again initiated by the, the so you have to reject him first 
just like chastity you have to be chaste the wife must be chaste to the husband but in, with introduce of divorce law um, yes i am chaste to my husband but that was previous husband now this is my husband so i am chaste to this husband so after five divorces i will be chaste to that husband is the, is this chastity hmm? what does it mean by only one initiating he has to be an uttama adhikari come on so these are the things going on in iskon law about guru what prabhupad gave such a safe system our uh, disciples or is it the you see rights of devotees to choose their guru we have i mean you see this there are other things also in the law book but you know these are the most um, hilarious parts uh, other parts also are there about guru and disciple you know how what have to do now as it is enjoined in scripture that a devotee must honor his spiritual master as much as he honors the lord but whether that spiritual master is on that level of being able to accept that um, um, uh, worship as good as god whether his qualification is there that is not necessary but the disciple should still worship him as good as god what is this what is this huh every devotee in iskon accordingly has a right to worship glorify and serve his guru so long as the guru is in good standing hmm, then he is as good as god huh? if he fell down hopelessly demonic qualities then he should be rejected he is a nonsense huh? so that time he becomes nonsense but before he was full as good as god huh? so as long as the guru is in good standing no iskon leader shall curtail or abrogate that right temple presidents must provide must provide devotees the necessary time and facility for them to worship their gurus the disciples however must carry out their devotions to guru in harmony with the orderly running of temple affairs and without imposing their own guru seva upon disciples of other gurus so many you know this is you know what is this i'll show you this verse we have seen this verse but it's good to again reiterate canto 10 chapter 87 ृषिकुरोस्टरणीवेटेड्रोल those in this world who try to tame the uncontrolled mind but who abandon the feet of their spiritual master encounter hundreds of obstacles in their cultivation of various distressful practices oh unborn lord they are like merchants on a boat in the ocean who have failed fail to em- employ a helmsman this is the hundreds of obstacles you will face in the various distressful practices so anybody wants to take initiation from these gurus please let me know in the comments and now they have introduced new thing not finished don't think it is finished couple of new things need to be still told now they have introduced women gurus men are uh, 
you know doing enough damage now women gurus also are allowed according to iskon when prabhupad said that govind dasi there is one letter of prabhupad where he said uh, he said that govind dasi she is so qualified that only if she was a man she could have been the temple president only if she was a man that means there is three dharma prabhupad always you know um, um, you know have has has laid out the instructions and although yes we are all souls but then yes sim, sim, still there is we are not liberated souls yet right so we still have to work on our that's why there is our bodily uh, limitations uh, within that there is there is three dharma there is brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra all these things varnashram system is a bona fide system does not mean that you know today i started chanting so i am also i am uh, you know we are all equal you know devotees are all equal everybody does everything no so but it's not a discrimination i mean there are so many other services it, and one service is not better than the other every service is the same there's no difference non different all services whether sweeping the temple or whether dressing the deities or whether going out for book distribution or singing is nothing no difference hmm. so it is not that oh there you know, there no privilege you know no. in fact according to strict formulas even women cannot cook in the temple but prabhupada allowed so of course western countries is also allowed for deity worship and all these things so but uh, temple president he did not uh, he said this govindadasi is so um, so qualified that if only if she was a man uh, yes she could have been temple president so now not only that they have made them into gbc they have introduced them into the gbc and now they have become gurus also uh, here we have canto 4 chapter 4 chapter 12 text 32 Dhruva Dhruva Maharaj was seated in the transcendental airplane which was just about to start because the plane came from the spiritual world to take him back to godhead then Dhruva Maharaj when he remembered his poor mother Suniti he thought to himself how shall i go alone to the vaikuntha planet and leave behind my poor mother hmm so Dhruva had a feeling of obligation to his mother Suniti it was Suniti who had given him the clue which had now enabled him to personally carry to be personally carried to the vaikuntha planet by the associates of lord vishnu he now remembered her and wanted to take her with him actually dhruva maharaj mother suniti was the was his patha pradarshak guru or vartma pradarshak guru patha pradarshak guru means the guru or the spiritual master who shows the way such a guru is sometimes called shiksha guru although narad muni was his diksha guru initiating spiritual master suniti his mother was the first who gave him instruction on how to achieve the favor of the supreme personality of godhead it is the duty of the shiksha guru Um, where are we yeah it is the duty of the shiksha guru or diksha guru to instruct the disciple in the right way and it depends on the disciple to execute the process hmm. according to shastric injunctions there is no difference between shiksha guru and diksha guru and generally the shiksha guru later on becomes the diksha guru suniti however being a woman and specifically his mother could not become dhruva maharaja's diksha guru see woman being a woman she cannot become a diksha guru yes there are two uh, exceptions Shri Sampradaya. Shri means Lakshmi. Lakshmi is the beginning of the Sampradaya. Lakshmi and Nityananda Prabhu's wife Janava. But Janava Mata also is Lakshmi herself, not anywhere less. So uh, that platform, yes. Uh, even the other men also. It is not that men anybody can, you know, any any Tom Dick and Harry. No, men also must be 
Uttamadhikari. It's not that men have, can become guru. No. <coughs> For us, <coughs> women, men, all, nobody is allowed to become guru because Prabhupada's order is not there. But particularly now, they have introduced the women guru system, women gurus into the ISKCON. So, this is what Prabhupada had to say. Being a woman, and specifically his mother, could not become Dhruva Maharaj Diksha Guru. Still, he was not less obliged to Saniti. There was no question of carrying Naradmuni to Vaikuntaloka. There was no question of carrying Naradmuni to Vaikuntaloka. But Dhruva Maharaj thought of his mother. Naradmuni is already in Vaikuntaloka. You know, he is a pure devotee. There is an interesting thing in the next verse. I will tell you. So, whatever plan the Supreme Personality of Godhead contemplates immediately fructifies. So, similarly a devotee. So, this is okay, saying other things. But now, remember these words. There was no question of carrying Naradmuni to Vaikuntaloka. Okay? The conversation that I had with this Keshwananda, I mean, actually it was another person called Siddhanitai. So, he was a close associate of Keshwananda Prabhu. These two, they were all disciples of Bhaktivika Swami in Iskon. Now, <coughs> this Siddhanitai Prabhu was conversing with me in WhatsApp. And that's how it led to uh, he's asking Keshwananda Prabhu to reply to our Ritvik position and he replied. In that, he said, No, it is, you are, it is wrong that you are thinking that a Guru cannot fall down. Guru can fall down. It is, it, is, it is not against Shastra. Guru can fall down. In fact, a disciple's duty is to deliver his Guru. He said this. He is a scholar. Hmm? Disciple's duty is to deliver his Guru. He said. Not the other way around. Guru is supposed to deliver the disciple. No. Disciples' duty is to deliver Guru, he said. And he showed this next verse. Now, I am going to show that. Now, before we go to the next verse, remember this highlighted thing. There was no question of carrying Naradmuni to Vaikuntaloka. Hmm? Remember this. Now, we will go to the next verse. 4.12.33 Iti vyavasitam tasya vyavasaya surottamau darshayama saturdevim puro yane nagachatim the great associates of Vaikuntaloka, Nanda and Sunanda, could understand the mind of Dhruva Maharaj. And thus, they showed him that his mother Suniti was going forward um, in another plane. So, the son Nanda and Sunanda, they understood. Uh, the Vishnudutas, they understood the mind of Dhruva Maharaj, that he wanted his mother to also go. So, thus, they showed him Suniti was going on another plane. Now, in the purport, Prabhupada is writing humbly. You see, this incident proves that a Siksha or Diksha Guru who has a disciple who strongly executes devotional service like Dhruva Maharaj can be carried by the disciple even though the instructor is not as advanced. See, although Suniti, now in the previous verse, there is no question of carrying Vanaradmuni to the Vaikuntaloka. But here he is saying, Diksha Guru, can, this was the verse that, that scholar has quoted to prove his point that a disciple should deliver his Guru. That um, and just like Kirtananda Swami, Prabhupada wrote him a letter that a father always wants his son to be better than him. Prabhupada encouraged him that you know, father, just similarly, I also want you to be better than me. He took it literally. Yes, I want to be better than Prabhupada. You know, I want to follow the order of Prabhupada fully. I want to become better than Prabhupada. What is this? This is rubbish. So here also he is saying, you see, the, yeah. Proves that the Siksha or Diksha Guru, Siksha or Diksha Guru who has a disciple who strongly executes devotional service like Dhruva Maharaj can be carried by the disciple even though the instructor is not as advanced. Although Suniti was an instructor to Dhruva Maharaj, she could not go to the forest because she was a woman. 
nor could she execute austerities and penances as Dhruva Maharaj did. So, women cannot do all these things. Of course, we have rare examples of Tulsi Maharani and also Vedavati who became Sita. Uh, so, anyway, still Dhruva Maharaj was able to take his mother with him. Similarly, Prahalad Maharaj also delivered his atheistic father Hiranyakashipu. The conclusion is that a disciple or an offspring who is a very strong devotee can carry with him to Vaikunthaloka either his father, mother or Siksha or Diksha Guru. See, Prabhupada is saying this point. Srila Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur used to say, if I could perfectly deliver hmm, even one soul back home, back to Godhead, I would think my mission propagating Krishna consciousness to be successful. That does not mean, however, that Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur needed a strong disciple to be able to go to Vaikunthaloka, otherwise he was you know, waiting for some disciple to take him. No. Prabhupada said, Maya will not touch you. You will go back to Godhead, you follow this and Krishna will accept you. Hmm. So, that is Guru. He is humbly saying, you see, Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur used to say that if I could perfectly deliver, see, he, if he could deliver a person, hmm. so then my mission is successful. The Krishna consciousness movement, uh, see, that means Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur can deliver. Why he needs to be delivered? But humbly they will think like that. The Krishna consciousness movement is spreading now all over the world and sometimes I think, you know, Prabhupada is saying, and sometimes I think that even though I am crippled in many ways, if one of my disciples becomes as strong as Dhruva Maharaj, then he will be able to carry me with him to Vaikunthaloka. That does not mean, and he was laughing at me by quoting this verse. He was saying, ha ha ha, there goes your philosophy of a guru cannot uh, be you know, less than disciple. You know, he, he laughed at me showing this verse. You know? So, this is how they are proving. Prabhupada is writing like this. Huh? He becomes as strong so that he will be able to carry me with him into Aikuntaloka. Does that mean, yes, yes, now I will become as strong as Dhruma, I, I will save Prabhupada. What is this disciple? He is a rascal. Huh? That just like Prabhupada said many times, uh, you know, few times, that he, he pointed to his disciples and said, all of you, you know, uh, I am so unqualified. I came to America just to execute the order of my spiritual master, but I have no qualification. So, my Guru Maharaj, seeing me, that I am in a helpless, hopeless condition, he has sent me all of you. Therefore, you all are representatives of my Guru Maharaj who have come to help me in my mission. That does not mean they immediately start thinking, yes, Prabhupada, we have come to save you. you know? No. They knew very well that we are all hopeless cases. He picked us up from the nude beach, from the uh, you know, drug addict camp, you know, from this, uh, this hippies who are you know, lying on their own stool and urine. We, he, picked him, he picked us up from there. We know our position. They understood. They did not artificially think that, yes, yes, now we are as good as, in fact, we are greater than Prabhupada. We, are, we were sent by Bhaktisiddhanta. We came to help Prabhupada. Yes, Prabhupada, what do you want? Okay, we will do this for you. Uh, they did not think like this. But here are some disciples who are thinking like this. They have this kind of uh, philosophy, mentality. So, this is the current situation of Guru understanding in Iskon, Guru Tattva. Completely confused. Completely confused. So, please try to understand that Srila Prabhupada's system is the best and that's what in ISKM, International Society for Krishna, I mean International Sri Krishna Mandir, we are following this system and it's an alternative to ISKCON and we will go on until ISKCON changes. If they change, well and good, we want to cooperate with ISKCON. Why not? That's exactly what we want to see. That's exactly what Prabhupada wants to see more than anybody. Um, so, 
Until then, we are not going to sit and cry, oh, Prabhupada's movement has gone, know what to do, you know, we just have to sit and cry. No, we have to do our service. That's why we have our this system and then it's going smoothly and everybody is so encouraged by taking shelter of Srila Prabhupada. So, this is our humble request. So, with this, I would like to end this presentation for today and we will take questions. I am very sorry, it is already quite late, but um, I think it is an important topic to con- you know to see, so therefore, alright, so, one second. Wow, so many questions. Okay, we'll try to answer them as quickly as possible. All right. So Virendra Ekbote Prabhu asks. So and, um, we are very happy to receive uh, from one of our devotees. He has shared a message from, in fact, Virendra Prabhu, who was very inspired by, you know, this um, Prabhupada system. Uh, so our, our humble obeisances to him. And uh, yes, please share this message with all the friends in Iskon that you might have. And this is our humble request. And he's asking, is ISKM follows Prabhupada Vani to get initiated while ISKCON follows physical guru system initiated by Srila Prabhupada? Is this the difference? No, no, no. No. ISKM follows Prabhupada's Vani. Vani means instruction. And it is not that just Vani. He has set up a system of Ritviks. And uh, we get a spiritual name. It's not just we read Prabhupada's books and we're initiated. We, we, we get initiation. We have initiation ceremonies going on. In the lockdown, even even while in the lockdown, coronavirus lockdown, I think how many seven or eight devotees were uh, initiated across the globe through Skype from this place. So through Ritvik representative. So Sandhugopal Prabhu uh, is acting as a Ritvik representative, and that's how everybody is being becoming Prabhupada's disciple in this bona fide way. So it is not that Iskon follows the physical guru system initiated by Srila Prabhupada. No, Prabhupada first of all never initiated the physical guru system. There is no such thing as a physical guru system. It doesn't exist. The knowledge is most important and that is what needs to be uh, given and Prabhupada is giving that. And there is, so therefore, there is no dearth of the availability or the facility of a pure devotee spiritual master. There is no dearth. And then the Diksha Gurus, the, the, the devotees who are strictly following the Diksha Guru, they will guide you, you know, in various matters of devotional service. That's it. <clears throat> then next uh, Prithviraj Prabhu he is asking Hare Krishna Prabhu please accept my humble obeisances all glory to Shri Prabhupada our humble obeisances as well as Prabhupada has set up Ritvik system does this mean there will be no qualified devotee in the future for the rest of 10,000 years as such does it imply that no one can achieve prema stage in devotional life or was it just that there were no qualified disciple then hence Prabhupada had to resort to Ritvik system. Whatever it was, it is a Ritvik system. That was, you know, why he did this, as what we read, was what we read yesterday. Quickly, we will, we will go to that. 3.24.13 <clears throat> Sons ought to render service to their father exactly to this extent. One should obey the command of his father or spiritual master with due deference saying, Yes, sir. Not, 
why sir how sir how come sir huh? what to do sir no yes sir so why yes prabhupada said i am waiting i am waiting you know and <clears throat> nobody was ready and he instituted the rhetoric system now that also saves from future unscrupulous nonsense that may happen because in the future some maybe some maybe 2500 2500 ad there will be some charismatic person who says i am guru now uh, i i am the one who have uh, achieved the prema stage and now you have to in fact there is one no no need to wait until 2500 now there is already one what is his name gaurahari i think his name is gaurahari he is going around on the on internet that he has achieved prema stage already and he is having illicit sex and all these things but he said i'm having and his disciples also say that what prabhupad wanted gaurahari is doing it he has the prema stage and everybody should follow his footsteps and you know in this way you become his disciple so this kind of nonsense rascals will come and cheat so he set up a system where there is no chance in the future that any rascal cheater comes demon comes and then offers himself as you know guru now you become my disciple prabhupada came into my dream and you know he said that you know i have to no question so in the future it is not that nobody can ever achieve the prema stage no not at all but even if you achieve the prema stage just remain a humble disciple and become a shiksha guru and preach widely and make millions of devotees because already pure devotee right so preach and make millions of devotees and bring them all to prabhupad no question why shiksha guru can always do that job a pure devotee doesn't automatically mean a, a, a diksha guru he can still remain a shiksha guru just like jiva goswami jiva goswami wrote even more than vyasadev but jiva goswami although he wrote so much is nobody can defeat him in in philosophy uh, so one of the six goswamis nevyu of rupa goswami but he never was a diksha guru he was only shiksha guru of uh, who narottam das thakur srinivas acharya and uh, shamananda pandit he was he was shiksha guru for them uh, so you can always remain like that jiva goswami was like that he never had any diksha disciples so what is the problem um, so we can also continue if anybody attains prema stage oh congratulations i mean the best thing that can happen right that does not mean you have to override prabhupada's rule no you have set up a system where no chance of future nonsense pakka sealed Hmm. Then Vimal Prabhu says, "Hari Krishna Prabhu, when you start reading out law book, I laughed out. Is it offensive? So yeah, we have answered this. I mean, of course, a sincere devotee will always burst into laughter at this kind of nonsense. I mean, it is laugh-worthy, right? They call it a joke book. I mean, but on the serious side of things, this is such a such a disgusting thing that is that is being prop- propagated by this iskon. Disgusting." say the least bhaktisiddhant saraswati thakur bhaktivinod thakur they were dead against these things you know dead against these things completely i mean they how strongly spoke about these things and prabhupada also but this is what they doing deviant philosophies virendra prabhu asks i iskm ritvik devotees are getting ostracized in iskon temples is this case ritvik in this case ritvik can remain incognito of his identity in iskon well we go especially we don't go to iskon temples anywhere else but when we go to a far away place especially in the pilgrimage then we do visit because their deity is installed by prabhupad and you know they prabhupad actually they belong to prabhupad but these these people have usurped the whole organization but they are prabhupad's deities prabhupad's temples actually so we will go them go there with that respect huh? 
uh, and we take darshan and everything we don't really associate with anyone closely and if they do ask us prabhu hari krishna where are you from yeah singapore whose disciple prabhu's disciple then they are like in fact that happened in london we went to that vegetarian gokul vegetarian cafe that watford temple so um, because we went to london to have a preaching program actually with others who wanted to join this prabhupad system it was a small gathering so anyway but we just managed to go there because those were the first marble deities of radha krishna that prabhupad installed and we went there to see you know and we even went to the bhaktivedanta manor and when we went to the watford temple so one of the bhaktas not even initiated i guess he doesn't look like one so he was in his karmi clothes and everything so he was in the restaurant he asked us ah, prabhu ji where are you from you all are you know where are you from we said yeah we from you know uh, different places you know singapore um, uh, also philippines and uh, china you know we have you know so oh wow good good, good. who's disciples you know prabhupada disciples oh so then we we, we already said um, we are prabhupada disciples and uh, we have been initiated through the ritvik system oh aren't you all mayavadis you know are you all mayavadis you know he was saying like that he with a smile on his face but completely sarcastic and said um, well you come let's sit down let's explain then we took out the ia 77 showed him the julian letter and everything um, still he could, that fool could not understand you know everything was clear there still he could not understand and you know he was still the same whatever he was but you know <clears throat> this is how they treat so we don't really remain incognito if they want to fight and show and if they want to do some violence it only it only shows bad for them if they actually uh, inflicts any violence then it will come out in the news it will come out in you know i mean it's a bad image for them only let's see what they do i mean narasimhadev is there of our protection whenever we go to these temples namaste narasimhaya prahlad hlad daine <laughs> that is our prayer so anand kishor prabhu is asking from bangalore hari krishna prabhu if some someone is con devotee initiated by any of the 11 ritvik representatives after he knows the truth and leave iskon and join ritvik system temple is it necessary to re- take reinitiation again uh, is no necessary he can just accept the name as prabhupad given name and carry on as prabhupad's disciple no need to chant the prana- pranam mantra of the guru no need and virendra prabhu asks uh, can you explain ritvik's initiation system who consider teachings of shri prabhupad vani as guru what can you explain ritvik initiation system who consider teachings of shri prabhupad vani as guru see this this process of accepting shri prabhupad vani as guru doesn't mean that you don't have any temple authorities no no um you still have to be under the guidance of the temple authorities and everything it's not that now we are free you know no more control we can do whatever no we prabhupad vani means prabhupad wanted prabhupad wanted that everybody be trained in the temples and everybody be in the temples and you know preach together you know temple is a place where we associate with other devotees right so temple is necessary it's not that we just sit at home and then now follow prabhupad and uh, it's just like that no no it has to be as everything that is going on in iskon that was actually set up by prabhupad all the temple deity worship the book distribution everything has to go on in our side also it's not that prabhupad vani and then everybody just no there is still temple authority temple president we have to still abide by all these uh, you know regulations but instead of accepting a wrong leader as guru the gbc if it was if it never deviated from shri prabhupad that would have been perfect 
even if there were some inconveniences of certain individuals going against the movement or you know following or fell down or whatever it would not have been as serious because yes then yes he should be rectified and whatever yes but a guru cannot be rectified cannot guru cannot be suspended and you know, removed and resi- resigned and reinitiation all these things are rubbish um those things are rubbish but even if if it was not for guru system yeah if there is some devotee or if even a sanyasi fell, falls down for some reason or what uh, yeah i mean we, it is not of course it is not good at all it is not good at all but still yeah you can be rectified and see what can be done and his devotional service continues in that way so but that would have all have been good if this guru system was not put in place hmm. everybody must be given a chance yes but then not that this guru system has to be you know instituted that is what we are against but otherwise everything else should be in place as it is that's what prabhupad wanted why did he set up temples he did not say okay read my books and you know be happy and uh, remain at home no we can't remain like that we need the association of devotees to, in order to uh, advance even to follow prabhupad his vani if we see another devotee who is following prabhupad's vani and we are inspired by him oh he has learned nicely you know he is you know explaining nicely or he is doing nicely he is doing so much seva then by seeing the devotees will get inspired parasparanu kathanam hmm? what is that machitta madgata prana bodhayantas parasparam so the, the devotees association is very very important we can't we can't stay aloof from the association of devotees we have to serve the acharya in the association of devotees so still there has to be a system everything has to be there just be still prabhupad in the center there in his con shri prabhupada is not in the center that's the only difference all right mm, next jairaj prabhu what is the head count of his con current gurus well over 100 lost count actually ayappa prabhu hari krishna prabhu is there any predictions from shri prabhupada about his con in my generation that is after 30 years what will happen to his con still there is no so called grand disciples of shri prabhupada became initiating gurus so is there any hope to change yeah that that is the hope we want to be the hope you know so we want to be so this is a benediction for us you know it is an opportunity for us to do service now enormous service our entire lifetimes will be preoccupied with the service so let's get ready for this and let's you know fully give our lives to this service whatever is left in our lives let's get our i mean full lives into this service and you know so much service to be done now so it is an opportunity it is not that just like bhakti vinod thakur prabhupada that famous conversation where prabhupada was there and all the big gbcs all sanyasis were there and then one of the sanyasis asked prabhupad prabhupad but bhakti vinod thakur said he left this world um he he is he is going to leave this world with his work unfinished so prabhupad said let's finish it let we let us finish it anyway, then he said bhakti vinod thakur is all powerful he is vaishnav he could have finished it by himself alone the whole worldwide preaching he could have done himself alone he is all powerful vaishnav but he left us the chance so that we have some opportunity to serve otherwise we will have nothing to serve no service everything done because the vaishnav immediately can do anything just like hiranyakashipu hiranyaksha of course they did in a demonic way but they were gatekeepers of vaikuntha they when they came here they were so powerful that they were powerful more powerful than all the demigods similarly the acharya is the same pure devotee from vaikuntha he is also as powerful even more powerful than sarvadeva maya guru he is he is the complete representative of all the demigods he is more powerful than all of them he can take care of the whole universe jagadguru why we say jagadguru it is not just a figurative term it is a real term abe jasha ghushuk tribhuvana your fame is spread all over the three worlds it is not just some poetic um, composition no it is a real fact so prabhu prabhu is on that level 
Prabhupada is on our level and he can do it. But he has given us now, this opportunity has come by the will of Krishna, that we have this enormous service that to have, we have to study scrutinizingly Srila Prabhupada's books and all these quotes, you know, we have to understand. I, I will take out, oh yeah, we have already shown that, right? Gadadhar Pandit, how he also took uh, the order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and then only initiated, not before that. Yeah? He said, I cannot do anything independently and without my Guru's order, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's order. And that is what he is showing by example. So, all these things we would have missed our attention if this thing, whole thing did not happen. Now, we are forced to read Srila Prabhupada's books, you know, with great attention and, you know, detail, scrutinizingly, so that we really understand what Prabhupada is actually saying, instead of like having a very haphazard understanding of the philosophy and then when is all gurus, you know, went around cheating. Now, they can't cheat. Now, everything is very clear. With the Shastra, we are quoting everything. So, we needed to, there had to be something to, you know, make us read everything nicely and, you know, follow properly and become nice devotees and push this mission. So, Krishna's, you know, uh, you know, um, uh, arrangement that now we have to do it. So, let us take it in that way. I Prabhu says, I wish to read this article. Please send us the link. What article is that? I don't know. Ajanya Mataji, after Prabhupada, no guru, if man or woman. So, the discussion is foolishness. Yes, no one can attain Prabhupada's position in this Kali Yuga, is it? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, like uh, I thought, uh, what is that? Yeah, after Prabhupada, no guru, whether man or woman, that is correct, yeah. So, he did not, <laughs> no guru at all, I mean, he is the guru. Then Vishnu Teja is asking, I thought you were going to talk about how Iskon defends gurus falling down by saying Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma fell down. Good. Actually, yes. Let's take that out. Okay. I've missed this point and thank you Vishnu Prabhu for reminding me. So, one of the argument, like we already said, Diksha Guru doesn't have to be a pure devotee. You know, they say Diksha Guru and fall down, you know, and how a Sishya can, you know, actually lift him up. Now, let's see what Prabhupada says. Morning walk, December 10th, 1975, Vrindavan. Akshayananda Swami, he asked Prabhupada, I, I was recently told by one devotee that the Acharya does not have to be a pure devotee. Prabhupada, what? Akshayananda says that the Acharya does not have to be a pure devotee. Prabhupada, who is that rascal? <laughs> Akshayananda, well, he said it. Who said it? Prabhupada, who said? Who is that rascal? The Acharya does not require to be a pure devotee. Huh? Who is that rascal? Prabhupada is asking, you see. Akshayananda, he said it. Nitai said it. He said it in this context. He said that Lord Brahma is, in, is the Acharya in the Brahma Sampradaya, but yet he is sometimes afflicted by passion. Huh? So, therefore, he is saying that it appears that the Acharya does not have to be a pure devotee. So, it does not seem right. Prabhupada. So, who is the rascal? I want to know who said, who has said. Akshayananda, Nitai, Nitai Das. Harikesh, Nitai said that? Prabhupada said, who is Nitai Das? Our Harikesh, our Nitai. Akshayananda, Nitai. Then Prabhupada, oh, our Nitai? Oh. Akshayananda says, he said he couldn't understand it, but he thought. He said that he thought. Prabhupada said, he manufactured his idea. Therefore, he is a rascal. Therefore, he is a rascal. Nitai has become authority? Asking question, you see. Huh? He's a rascal, how many times rascal you see? Just for that point. Uh, Guru doesn't have to be a pure devotee. You see what he is getting back. Akshayananda, no, he actually he said that he thought. 
Prabhupada, he thought something rascal dumb and he is expressing that. Therefore, he is more rascal. <laughs> he is, for thinking like that, he is already a rascal. But he is saying it, expressing it and you know, letting his opinion known to the you know, other people. He is more rascal. These things are going on. As soon as he reads some books, he becomes an Acharya. Whatever rascal he may be. Akshayananda. So, there is no doubt that Lord Brahma is a pure devotee. Then Prabhupada says, whatever he may be, he is Acharya. So, you, then, then, then Krishna is also passionate. He is also passionate. Krishna danced with so many gopis. Therefore, Krishna is passionate. They, these things are to be seen in this way, that such exalted person, he sometimes become passionate. So, how much we shall become, be careful. This is the instruction. Then we petty things, petty persons, how much we shall be careful. It is not that Acharya has become passionate. Therefore, I shall also become passionate. I am strict follower of Acharya. Therefore, he also become passionate. I am also strict follower of Acharya. I will also become passionate and I will dance with gopis. I will have illicit sex. You know, everything. Hmm? And these rascals say, how many times rascal in this conversation? <laughs> For those who support this point, you know, that you know, this, um, Brahma fell down, Shiva fell down, you know, Acharyas fell down, you know. Our, our Acharyas, if they fall down, what is the point? Shiva fell for who? Mohini, who is the Lord himself. And Brahma, example is for us to know. And also Prabhupada said that after he heard Bhagavatam from Krishna, he did not fall down even. So, even if this example is there, it is to show that even if the level of Brahma also you can fall down, means how strong Maya is. So, how much careful we must be. It is not that, you know, he has fallen down, no. That's why Parikshit Maharaj asked that question to Sukadeva Goswami. Uh, how to understand this point that you know Krishna has danced and he has given an example of immoral activity to for the people to follow, then what the people will follow? Then uh, Sukadeva Goswami said, Is this one? No, not this one. Uh, Tejiyasam Nadoshaya. Tejiyasam Nadoshaya. Oh, 10.33.29. Okay, here you go. Sukhadeva Goswami said, Sri Sukhavacha, Dharma Vetikramo Drishta, Ishwaranam Chasahasam, Tejiyasam Nadoshaya, Vahne Sarvabhujoyatha. Shukadeva Goswami said, the status of powerful controllers is not harmed by any apparently audacious transgression of morality we may see in them. For they are just like fire which devours everything fed into it and remains unpolluted. This is what is, is example by Brahma. How many times Prabhupada said rascal? What, what is this pure devotee? You know, Kuru doesn't have to be pure devotee. What is nonsense? How much? And here they are saying, oh, Narahari Sarkar, some Bhakti Nathakur, then something, you know, they are you know, manipulating words and finding out or something. Prabhupada said, no, it has to be a pure devotee. Hmm. So, that means Uttama Adhikari, Bhagavata Uttama. Good, thank you for the question, Vishnu Prabhu. Ajanya. Hmm. If ISKCON changes, will ISK merge to ISKCON? Yeah, ISKCON changes in a positive way to Prabhupada's instructions. Yes, why not? We will perfectly merge with ISKCON. Why not? Ayapa says, expecting a session on how to take initiation from Srila Prabhupada within ISKM where you can make us clear to bhaktas like us from scratch. Hmm. Yeah, we will mention that with a brief history of what ISKM is and all that. 
Rajagishwar Prabhu has mentioned this. An important point to note is that the criterion for identifying a sannyasi to have developed demoniac qualities is that they have become inimical to ISKCON and ISKCON recommends that they are to be rejected immediately by their disciples. This is why none of them dare to say anything against the nonsense that happens in ISKCON due to the fear of losing their comfortable position. Yeah. And also demonic qualities means, I mean, if you, you know, <laughs> against ISKCON and also otherwise, yeah. But yeah, against ISKCON means it's a demon, you know. So, Ritviks are demons. Ritviks are not priests. Ritvik means not priest, but demon. Yeah. So then Vignish, Vigneshwar Manoharan. How about exalted personalities like His Holiness Sri Gaurgovinda Maharaj? Uh, his initiation is valid, right? No. Sorry. He is not valid. You do not know. He has come here. He has been here in Singapore also. How much problem was there here? You do not know. So you have not lived with him. So you see, Prabhupada authorized no one. Okay? Absolutely no one. Nobody is authorized. Nobody's initiation is authorized except Shri Prabhupada. That's it. What is the Ritviksha? Did he say Gaur, Gaur Govind Swami is my next successor? Did he say? Huh? Where, is the, where is the statement? In fact, he asked him to be a Ritvik. Huh? So, this is not correct. Virendra. Prabhu is saying, just like ISKCON grew worldwide and has many temples in many world cities, when will ISKCON grow in Indian cities like Mumbai, Delhi and other places? Yeah, Bhashila Prabhupada's mercy. That's why we are requesting all of you, please join up and uh, let's move this movement forward. We have to do this for Prabhupada. Otherwise, how are we going to show our gratitude to Prabhupada? He has saved us from countless number of lives of suffering and we have to do something, right? At least this one life, we will give it to him and push this movement with full heart and soul and with full cooperation. Let us push this movement forward. That's exactly what we need to do in cooperation. So, that's our appeal. You know, we are ready to move. But, you know, men, we need men. We need a man who will dedicate. Brahmacharya, join up and take training and then become preacher and then start temples. And we have already in India, I think in Puducherry and Amalapuram, there's temples construction going on. And slowly it's gaining ground and we need more such sincere devotees all over the planet to, you know, take this Prabhupada's movement forward. Alright, then Suchandra Prabhu, is it offensive to listen to classes conducted by ISKCON disciples? Yeah, we would not recommend to listen classes supporting um, by them because they will subtly include all this ISKCON propaganda, very subtly. Sometimes more directly, sometimes very subtly. And we will also get this, you know, what what did Srila Prabhupada say to uh, Pradyumna? That Tirtha Maharaj and that, uh, you know, that conversation, we, I mean the letter we read. To uh, Let's take that letter, you see. Intimate association with them is not good. And intimate association means what? The first... Uh, You see, Srila Prabhupada's letter to Pradyumna, 17th Feb, 1968. Regarding Bhakti Puri, Tirtha Maharaj, they are my God brothers and should be shown respect, but you should not have any intimate connection with them as they have gone against the orders of my Guru Maharaj. 
similarly we should also not have intimate connection with these people and what does intimate connection means NOI4 these are intimate connections dadati pratigrahanati guhyam akhyati prichyati bhungte bhojayate chaiva shadvidham priti lakshanam priti lakshanam symptoms of love or affection offering gifts in charity accepting charitable gifts revealing one's mind in confidence inquiring confidentially uh, so when we receive knowledge from them we become obliged to them right we get some kind of affinity for them and that is dangerous because they will subtly again you know implant this iskon propaganda therefore we don't we don't have to i mean prabhupada's books are there and we can hear always from those devotees who are following shri prabhupada and that will be proper Hmm? <clears throat> so yes we certainly um, request all devotees not to even listen to them because they will have all these things we need to be strictly with Prabhupada and not intimately associating with these people if they join if they understand Prabhupada is the Guru yes yes we have to disband this whole Guru system we will follow Prabhupada system yes then alright the center has to be Prabhupada I mean Again, this quote. Sorry, it's going a little bit long. Um, what to do? You know, the subject is like this. Mahatam Bahumanena. So, in this, in the last, this is Bhagavatam 3, Kanto 3, chapter 27, text 17, purport. Uh, friendship should be cemented between persons with mutual interests and understanding. Such persons are said to be Swajati of the same caste. The devotee should avoid a person whose character is not fixed in the standard understanding. Even though he may be a Vaishnava or a devotee of Krishna, if his character is not correctly representative, then he should be avoided. One should steadily control his senses and the mind and strictly follow the rules and regulations and he should make friendship with persons of the same standard. So, this is what where our stand is. So, we have to, um, we have to follow these instructions. We have to keep with those who will strengthen our faith in Prabhupada, not strengthen our faith in a system that is not followed by Prabhupada. No. Uh, the Lord Himself said, Shruti Smriti Mam Aivagne Yaste Ullanghyavartate Agnya Chedi Mam Advaishi Madhbhaktopina Vaishnavaha. The Shruti and Smriti literatures are to be understood as my injunctions, and one who violates such codes is to be understood as violating my will and thus opposing me. Although such a person may claim to be my devotee, he is not actually a Vaishnava. Now, Shruti and Smriti, Prabhupada's whatever he has given is Smriti. Even the letter, Jolanan letter is also. So, whoever doesn't follow is understood as violating my will, Krishna is saying, and thus opposing me. Although such a person may claim to be my devotee, he is not actually a Vaishnava. So, so now. Vishnu Teja is asking, does this mean other sampradayas have no bona fide spiritual masters? We are not saying that. Our contention is now Prabhupada. This, this is, we have not spoken anything against other sampradayas, right? Then Vigneshwar has added, Hare Krishna Tatsubhut Prabhu, how far have this system or truth have been revealed to devotees, especially in Malaysia and Singapore? We are going on. I mean, not just Malaysia and Singapore. We have in China, we have in Philippines, we have in Hungary, we have in Russia. We have in Australia, we have in New Zealand, we have in India, we have in Bangladesh. Hmm, where else? In USA now, yeah. And uh, even Canada. Yeah. So, 
it is spreading everywhere. So, that is what our contention, our, our whole stand is based on this in fact. Gaurav Gaurav Prabhu, Hare Krishna Prabhu, why aren't you joining hands with ISKCON Bangalore Ritwik? Well, we, we tried, we tried, but uh, there have been uh, some disagreements, they did not want to really work with us. So, there again, there is a challenge, even in, when, in Ritwik world, you know, there is challenges, unfortunately. So, that is something which, which I want to cover in the next uh, session in one of the sessions like what has been our journey so far as IS came how have we come to this position that we are in now and what we have been gone what we have gone through to come here and uh, yeah hopefully we all cooperate but somehow sometimes you know it's not as easily done immediately it takes time to do everything so as of now Biscon Bangalore doesn't want to work with us so we 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 go on, you know, we can't stop. <coughs> anyway, it's gone Bangalore. Even they were introduced to Ritwik system. I mean, Sindhugopal Prabhu went there to, for a marriage ceremony of one of the disciples, I mean, one of the devotees here. And that's how Madhubani Prabhu also got, in, I mean, got uh, introduced to the Ritwik system, in fact. But later on, you know, some unnecessary things happened and then that's how uh, we did not also expect such behavior, but anyway, now it is not on uh, communicating terms for some reason. We have tried our best. In fact, my brother also went and met them personally. Uh, anyway, that is a long story. Maybe we will share it. In fact, I do not know. I, I do have something in writing which I shared with one devotee or two devotees, maybe. I did share the whole story, in fact. Virendra Prabhu, should I stop going ISKCON temples henceforth? It's best, you know, that way. Or if you can convince some of them, that will be a good service as well. If you can't, you try first and then see if you can, you know, share this knowledge, share our IA77 book, our Ritwik video uh, to others, you know, and see if, you know, some of them can also be saved. If, if that can be done, well and good. If not, what to do? Better not associate with them, you know, otherwise... We can do everything ourselves and then start our own center and then create our own association. And in that way, start highest came everywhere. That's what we need to do. All right, those are the questions. Uh, I think there was one comment which, yeah, 31228. Next one. Yeah, so the point where. Brahma fell down before he heard the Bhagavatam. That was in the 31228. Uh, this also I showed to that that disciple of Bhaktivika Swami. <coughs> oh Vidura, we have heard that Brahma had a daughter named Vak who was born from his body and who and who attracted his mind towards sex, although she was not sexually inclined towards him. So, here it is said, so then, this is the point that the devotee said, oh, Brahma also, you know, was influenced by this passion, so, Guru doesn't have to be a pure devotee, then Prabhupada chastised. Yeah, here. This extraordinary immorality on the part of Brahma was heard to have occurred in some particular kalpa, 
but it could not have happened in the kalpa in which brahma heard directly from the lord and the four uh, directly from the lord the four essential verses of shrimad bhagavatam because the lord blessed brahma after giving him lessons on bhagavatam that he would never become be bewildered in any kalpa whatsoever this indicates that before the hearing of shrimad bhagavatam he might have fallen victim to some such sensuality but after hearing shrimad bhagavatam directly from the lord there was no possibility of such failures so with that we would like to conclude the session thank you very much for joining in and putting up with such a long session and uh, sorry for that brief interruption in between and uh, we'll continue tomorrow on how we will progress as ias came and how you know we can take this forward and maybe we will share some of the journey of ias came i'm thinking of in that way all right thank you very much shri prabhupad ki jai shri shri radha madan mohan ki jai anant gori vaishnav vrind ki jai nitai gaur premande hari hari bol hari krishna